0: Love Talk Radio
1: God saved the republic Our fathers appealed to heaven What did heaven do? Heaven heard Heaven heard Our fathers said they would treat all men equal When they did not Heaven saw Heaven saw
2: Our fathers fought each other and paid a great price. Father Abe kept the union, but not the republic. We forgot the republic and placed our trust in man and suffer oppression. We appealed to heaven.
1: What did heaven do? Heaven heard. Heaven heard. God save the republic.
3: All right, so we're going to connect Dr. Peter Ventura for the first hour of the show, and of course, the second hour we'll be discussing live events in the news and obviously topics that affect all of us. Those of you that want to call in could be interesting. Let me connect Dr. Peter Ventura. Here he is.
4: Good evening, folks, and uh, welcome to some sound doctrine. And we're in the book of Daniel. Glad that you could join us this evening, and uh. We're happy to bring forth the word of God tonight. We thank uh, Joseph for the opportunity to uh, be able to use his platform tonight to teach the gospel. And that's a special thing because it's not being taught out there in a lot of places and where it is being taught. It's not being taught in its soundness. The word of God is being, there's a famine in the land. And so we were in uh, the book of Daniel. We got talking about chapter 8, and we were talking about Antiochus Epiphany. And I I told you about Antiochus Epiphany, who was a type of Antichrist. And if you recall, we got down to, oh, about uh, chapter 8, verse number 15. And uh, and I want to move on as as pretty much as we can, fast as we can. I want to get to Daniel chapter 9. We talked about, you know, those Millerites. You remember the Millerites who they knew when the tribulation uh, or the rapture was going to occur and they got up on the roof. And, but and then we went down further and we talked about this Antiochus Epiphany and you find him in the Book of Maccabees. And the Book of Maccabees was put in originally because this is a question that came up. Was was the Apocrypha originally in the King James Bible as In the 1611 as part of the text And the answer is no It was put between the Old Testament And the New Testament For historical reading And so you have the Maccabean Rebellion Which we spoke about last week And I don't want to talk too much about it But I want to remind you that uh, You know Antiochus goes into Jerusalem And he goes into the temple And you know he, he, he desecrates it he, he he makes an abomination in there. He he he, you know, spreads swine's blood all over the place. But he, and his, you know, his name means an appearance of deity, and so uh, he's a type of antichrist. And you know, the antichrist and both of them, you know, looked like they were going to conquer much. They both magnified themselves. Uh, they they both were masters of deceit. Uh, they both would offer false peace. You know, to the people uh, They both hate and persecuted Israel They they profane, both will profane the temple Antiochus did, and in the future Well, so will the Antichrist Matthew twenty four fifteen. we read that last week And and he would be energized by Satan Just like Antiochus was, so will Antichrist And also, uh, both will, you know, uh, achieve in the Middle East About seven years, they'll be active And then, you know, it was both would speak against the Lord, and Antiochus did, with great swelling words, and being utterly destroyed by God. That's the ultimate end of that. For Antiochus, in verse 25 of Daniel 8, it says, And through his policy also he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and, you know, pride, and by peace shall destroy many. See? See? And he shall stand also up against the prince of princes. And, you know, that's Jesus Christ. But he shall be broken without hand. And we're gonna, we'll get down to those verses, and then um, I'm going to give you some numbers here as we move along. I want you to understand how this tribulation comes about and how to do some figuring, because there's some questions came up to me last week about uh, uh, Daniel and the time period that was given.
5: And earlier
4: in chapter eight, when we were reading that, uh, there was a time period given of uh, uh, two thousand three hundred something days, and uh, and we need to account for those twenty three hundred days, is what it was. And so, uh, I'll give you and I'll show you from scripture, but you you have to pay attention because these are are meat. We're not talking about milk. This is meat. You know, strong meat for the Christian. So let's have a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, your son and our Savior, we thank you for Calvary, God. And we, we thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your kindness to get us back to this point we can teach tonight. And, Lord, that this thy people that have come to hear you, God, they've not come to hear me. So let nothing come from me, Lord, that's of my own flesh. And help me to do that, which I can't do tonight, Lord, and to touch your people, Lord. Give them wisdom, revelation, and knowledge and understanding, Lord, so that as we go through these prophecies, God, they'll have confidence in your word and, Lord, and in you. And we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Now, I want to go back a little bit here, and I'd like to uh, pick it up in verse 15. uh, And verse 15 says, chapter 8. And it came to pass when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision. Remember, that was the goat, the he-goat. Remember? And then it broke. And, the, and we had the, the four. Uh, uh, it was talking about Alexander the Great and his four generals. And they, you know, they divided his his conquered land after he died a young man, uh, Alexander. But verses 15 says, And it came to pass when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning Then behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man. Okay? He says there stood before him the appearance of a man. He sought for the meaning. You know, it's one thing to see or have a vision, but it's another thing to know the meaning. And Daniel says in that verse, There stood before me as the appearance of a man. Now, there's a myth going around. And it's uh, quite sad that homes, you know, have these angels, and they have little wings on them. and, And angels do not have wings. You will not find an angel in this Bible who has a set of wings. A cherub has wings. Seraphim have wings. But angels do not have wings. In fact, Hebrews says that some of us have entertained angels unaware And it says, be careful to entertain strangers, because some have entertained angels unaware. Well, you would know if you saw an angel and he had wings, if angels had wings, but they appear as men. And so Antichrist, the Bible says, he appears as Satan, appears as an angel of light. Okay? He appears as an angel of light. Well, you would recognize him. You have to get this idea out of your mind, this crazy idea that some little guy with, with a red suit and a pitchfork with a pointed tail's out there, okay? That, that's not Satan, okay? And he comes as a man, antichrist, angel, appears to Daniel, if you look at verse 16 of chapter 8. Scripture says, and I heard a man's voice between the banks of Ulael, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. You see, the man is Gabriel the angel, and angels always appear as men. And the only time you find anything flying around with wings that are not angels, it is the two women who are flying with the figs, that were corrupted, and he says it's evil. And so this Cupid, Cupid is is a is a, is a satanic representation. Cupid with his little arrow. Okay, hey, listen, there are no Cupids, there are no angels, and hey, you got them in your home. You draw spirits to those things. If you remember, if you're of my age, they had a program called The Brady Bunch, and they went to Hawaii, and the young boy brings back a tiki, and then he starts having all kinds of trouble in his home. And 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 listen, there's something to that. There's something to that. You know, Ouija boards—they're not just games. Those are satanic things. You know, you 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 bring children home toys that are half animal. And half man That's bestiality How did they arrive at that They would have to mate a man Or a human and an animal And you would have bestiality And you bring that stuff home to your children And you don't realize That there are spirits connected to that stuff
6: Clean your home out.
4: Amen and, and, and I don't know God wanted somebody in here to hear that so this angel is Gabriel, and at the river Ulai, he shows up. Now, remember back in Daniel 8, verse number 2, and I saw in a vision, and it came to pass when I, when I saw that I was at Shushan in the palace, right, which is in the province of Elam, and I saw a vision, and I was by the river Ulai. It's a river, and so he's there, and he says, I heard a man's voice between the banks of Uli, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision, so he came near where I stood, and when he came, I was afraid and fell upon my face, and he said unto me, understand, O son of man, for the time of the end shall be The vision This vision that Daniel's having Is coming to the end And when you see that end In the context It means tribulation Armageddon All right Millennium reign Day of the Lord Second advent Okay The end And Gabriel shows up And by the way He shows up four times in scripture he showed up here to help Daniel understand this vision of the ram and the and the rough goat. And he shows up in Daniel chapter 9, verse 21, to help in Daniel understand the 70th week spoken of in 924. And then again, you know, he shows up in Luke and he tells Zacchaeus the name of John the Baptist. Okay, you have Gabriel, Showing up four times In Luke 1.26 he showed up to announce To Mary The birth of Jesus Christ And by the way Worshipping of angels Is not biblical There is no one who's ever Commanded to worship an angel There are only Two angels whose names Are given in the 66 books of the Bible And that's Gabriel and Michael move on to verse 17 verse 17 says so he came near where I stood and when he came I was afraid and fell upon my face and he said unto me understand oh man o, o son of man for at the time of the end shall be the vision verse 18 all right so at the end the end is the vision remember that's associated with the tribulation because when you go back to verse number 10 in in chapter 8 we back up a little bit, it says, and talking about that, that and it waxed great even to the host of heaven, and it cast down some of the hosts of the stars to the ground and stamped upon them. And, you know, this is where science wants to argue with you. Oh, you can't have a star fall on the earth. Oh, stop, will you? You got stars walking around Los Angeles. So, verses 18 and 19 says, now, as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep on my face toward the ground, but he touched me and set me upright. And he said, Behold, I will make thee know what shall be in the last end of the indignation, for at the time appointed, the end shall be. Okay, the last end of of indignation, something that's indignant or causes indignation. It results in strong displeasure, unjust, offensive, base. You see? Uh, if you look with me over to the book of Revelation, chapter 14. Look at verse number 19. Fourteen nineteen says... And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. Okay? You, You look at chapter 15, verses 1 and 7. You know, God is angry. And at verse 15, 1 and 7. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous. Seven angels have in the seven last place, for in them is filled up the wrath of God. End time wrath. And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials full of wrath of God, who liveth forever and ever. Amen. 16.1. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, go your way and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. See, the wrath of God appears. In Revelation, seven times. And this is the end, he says, in verse 19 of the digna- indignation. Okay? Now, look at verse number 20, and we're going to read right to 22. Now, verse 20 says, The ram which thou sawest having two horns are the kings of Media and Persia, and the rough goat is the king of Grecia. That was Alexander the Great. And the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. Now that being broken, whereas four stood up for it, four kingdoms shall stand up out of the nation, but not in his power. Okay? So the first king was Alexander the Great. And Alexander, as we said last week, had four generals. Four generals, what they did is... Is they took this land They divided Alexander's kingdom Now understand this about Biblical prophecy Biblical prophecy Can have an immediate Fulfilling Okay But a future prophecy An immediate action But a future Prophecy Okay So Uh, Go with me to Ezekiel. I guess this is the best way I can show you that. In Ezekiel, let me see. uh, Oh, I think 23, but I'm not sure. Let me see. And I could be wrong here. We want to show you uh, the king of Tyre in Ezekiel. While while God's talking to the actual king of Tyre, you see? He mark that page. He's, he's also talking about Lucifer. You see? And you say, well, how's that? Well, let me get you the verse. Give me a second here. Over in Ezekiel um, Where the scripture says You know Thou hast Been in the garden You know he calls them The covering charu Okay uh, let me give you that verse. Go to Ezekiel 28. And as we get there, I'm working my way there with you. All right, Ezekiel 28. As we read Ezekiel 28, you want to look at, uh, uh, let's go over here and and uh, look at verse 1. It says, the word of the Lord came again unto me, saying, son of man, say unto the prince of Tyrus, Thus saith the Lord God, because thine heart is lifted up and thou hast said, I am a God, I sit in the seat of God in the midst of the seas, yet thou art a man. See what he says? Thou art a man and not God. Though thou set thine heart as the heart of God, behold, thou art wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that can be hid from thee. With thy wisdom and with thine understanding thou hast gotten thee riches and gotten gold and silver into thy treasures. Now, now I want you to know, he's talking to the king of Tyrus because, you know, that that gets conquered. That's a whole different story. But he's talking to him, but the prophecy involved here is who's behind that, you see? So there's depth to scripture. And looking at that, you have to read it because when you get down to verse 11, this is what he says to him. He says, moreover, The word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Now, the king of Tyrus was never in Eden. He was never in the garden of Eden. The garden of Eden was long, long past that time and interval where Adam and Eve were cast out. But he says in verse thirteen, Thou hast been in the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering the Sardis, the topaz, the diamond, the barrel, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and gold, the workmanship of thy tablets, and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou wast created, thou art the anointed what? Charo, that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways. He's talking about the devil. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created until iniquity was found in thee. Okay? So what I'm trying to get to you is is when you're reading prophecy, the yes, some, sometimes God is talking directly person, but behind that, There's a prophetical end, okay? So go back to Daniel. It'll help you not to get too screwed up with the scriptures because you can get messed up. And I'm trying to help you out. See, Daniel's vision is near and future prophecy. He he talks about that, that Grecian king that comes from Greece, from the east, which was Alexander the Great and then he talks about the four the division into four, and that's what his generals did. That was the present application, and that was going to happen, which did happen, but yet there's an even future application to that in scripture, because his vision goes all the way to the end, it said, and the tribulation is the end. It's like, revelation revelation 18 when you read the destruction of commercial babylon there's religious babylon and there's commercial babylon but also jeremiah saw babylon being destroyed and it also looks forward to the future destruction okay so you can have a present application and a future application jeremiah you know said king cyrus you know they would let him come back and uh you know, the people would be able to go back to Israel, and and that was, you know, he's telling them then, it's applicable then, but it doesn't happen till later, okay? And so sometimes you have a double application. It's like the Book of Ruth, okay? The, The Book of Ruth. When you read the Book of Ruth, it's a wonderful story, but Naomi, and Naomi's name means my people, and Naomi is married to Elemele or Elimelech, which means my God the king. So, Naomi, my people, is married to Elimelech, my God the king. Okay? And they have two children, Malion and Chelion, And one name son means sick, and the other name son means wasting away. So, Naomi... My people are married to God my king and they have two children that are sick of wasting away and that's what Israel was doing. It was sick of wasting away. When John the Baptist shows up, I'm trying to give you some examples here to open your spiritual eyes and ears. When John the Baptist shows up, he's a prophet and he shows up wearing camel hair and eating locusts, wild honey, He's a picture of the state of Israel at the time. Camel's hair is dirty. It's an unclean thing for a Jew, for an Israelite. And so you see, you have to look at the depth of this. All right? It's not complicated. Look at verse 23, 823 in Daniel. For I will send into her, let me go back to 22 because we didn't get there and say, Thus saith the Lord, Behold. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm in, still in Ezekiel. I'm
3: reading that, and I'm saying, Wait a minute.
4: He didn't say that. Uh, eight, Daniel 8, 22 says, Now, that being broken, whereas four stood up for it, that's the four generals of Alexander, four kingdoms shall stand up and out of the nation, but not in his power, not not through his power. Now, verse 23 says, and in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressions are come to the full, a king of fierce confidence and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. In, in the latter times, he says, of their kingdom, of the Gentile kingdoms, when the transgressions are come to a full, Whose transgressions are going to come to a full? The Gentiles. You see, in chapter 11 of the book of Romans, you read in verse 25, and scripture says, For I would not that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceit, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Okay? He's not talking about when the last Gentile gets saved. He's talking about when God has had enough of these Gentile nations. America, are you listening? Because your cup is getting full. He didn't allow the Israelites to go in and take the Amorites, he said, because their cup wasn't full yet. And God's got a cup. And I'm telling you, there's indignation in God's heart over what's going on in America and in the world and the Gentiles. And there's a coming of time now. Remember in the Old Testament, God was dealing with the Jews, Israel. And they were supposed to bring the word to the world. And they failed. They didn't recognize their Messiah. Uh, they crucified him And God turned around And they should have gone directly to the tribulation Okay But God had to insert this church age And we looked at that When we went to Isaiah Last week And and we looked at Luke 418 And we saw that God, the Lord Jesus When he was quoting that scripture Stopped at the day of trouble The time of trouble You see and And so you have to understand the basic timeline. So I'm going to give it to you one more time. If you have a pencil and a piece of paper, it's ideal for you to draw it out. You start on the left side of your paper, and you draw a line or a little bit, and then you, you put the cross, okay? And then right after the cross, you put a little something there. You put seven put the number 7. And then you can put on the left side of the cross where you started that line, a 6. Okay? And then you have this 7. And then at the end of that 7, there's there's the you can put an A, you know, for the battle arm again, but then draw a line and put an M straight out. You're going straight across now. Okay? So now what you have is you got your 6 on the left, you got that 7 years right there. That's what that is after the cross and you can write right above your 7 trib cuz that's where the tribulation begins. And so this is very simple. it, it should the timeline was Israel on the, from all the way through the Old Testament to Jesus Christ, they accepted their Messiah, they still had to go through 7 years of tribulation the Jews then there would have been the Battle of Armageddon, the Millennium Reign, okay. But that's not the timeline that was fulfilled, and that's why Jesus didn't quote the the Day of Vengeance. You see, when He comes back and, and the tribulation. So what he what you have is you have the timeline goes from the beginning to the cross, and when we get to the cross, you. God inserts this period of time that you and I are in called the age of grace. Romans says, don't think that you're so smart. Don't be puffed up, see, because you're, don't be looking down at the Jews and saying, you know, hey, we're Christians. You didn't even get it, and it was given to you. See, God said blindness has happened temporarily until the fullness of the Jews, I mean, of the Gentiles. So the time's coming now when God is going to deal with these Gentiles and the Gentile nations, okay? And so Daniel's 70th week, you know, you got uh, Christ is crucified, and then we go right into Daniel's 70th week, tribulation. And it's, it's truly already begun, you see? Now, I want you to back up here and look at, Chapter 8 verse 14 Remember what Daniel said He said And he said unto me Unto 2,300 days Then shall The sanctuary be cleansed And we're going to go into a greater depth You don't have to be a mathematician To uh figure this out This is fourth grade English Okay If the tribulation Is Seven years at 360 day year, a lunar calendar, which the Jews kept, then what you have is 1,260 1, days, three and a half years, right, and 1,260 days, three and a half years, and that equals 5,000, or excuse me, 2,520 days, all right, so the tribulation, seven years, at 360, 360, day lunar calendar years, so we got a problem here, and our problem is that verse, verse 14, back to 13, says, then I heard one saint speaking And another saint said unto the certain saint which spake, how long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation? Remember, Jesus said when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel, you Jews better get out of Jerusalem, start running. Okay, that's the time when Antichrist goes in and desecrates and says, I'm God. He goes in the temple. He's no longer that man of peace that brought the wonderful peace. Now he says he's God, you're going to worship me. All right? So And then it says Now watch He says in the transgression of desolation To give both the sanctuary And the host to be trodden Underfoot How long is this going to take And so he says in verse 14 And he said unto me Unto 2,300 days Then shall the sanctuary Be cleansed Well we got a problem Because Daniel's 70th week is 2520 And he told Daniel It's going to take 2300 And so that means You and I As we subtract 2300 From to 2520 We end up with 220 days Where did that 220 days go? Where did it go? Well that's Quite simple You see because you have to get rid of this idea that's been ingrained in your minds, all right, this idea that the New Testament begins where you open your Bible and it says the Gospel of Matthew. You know, and somebody stuck that between my Old Testament and New Testament a page. I had to get it out of there because that's not where the New Testament begins. Remember, when you have a will, and a testament It can't go into effect Until your death And as Hebrews tells us Without the death of the testator There's no New Testament So the New Testament begins When Jesus Christ dies And you are going From the four gospels To the book of Acts We're transitioning We're going from Old Testament To The New Testament We're going from Jew To Gentile Okay We went from the dispensation of law To the dispensation of grace And so we're in this transition And so You have John the Baptist And he comes along And he offers the kingdom To the Jews To the Jews For God the Father Then Jesus comes And he offers the kingdom For God the Son To the Jews They reject John the Baptist They behead him, they reject Jesus Christ They crucify him And now we get to chapter 7 Of the book of Acts And when you get to chapter 7 Of the book of Acts Watch this I'm trying to prepare your hearts For chapter 9 of Daniel So we get the whole 70 weeks, you understand. In Acts chapter 7, verse 51, we've got Stephen. And Stephen had been witnessing to the Jews, and they rejected him. And he says in verse 51, Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in hearts and ears, you do always resist the Holy Ghost, as your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them which shoot before one of the before of the coming of the just one that's jesus of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers who have received the law see so now what you have is you have the kingdom of god offered by john the baptist by god the father they beheaded him john uh, G- jesus christ comes officer for the son they crucify him even still offering the jews the kingdom they could still receive the kingdom Okay, he, here's the final offer, through the Holy Spirit, ye stiff neck, he said, you always do resist the Holy Spirit, right? And then he says something extraordinary, he says, they they, gonna, they when they heard this, they were cut to the heart, it says And verse 52 says, he was full of the Holy Ghost, and here's what he said But he being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven And saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Standing on the right hand of God. Okay? And you and I will not find Jesus Christ standing again. From here on in he is mentioned as sitting. The next time you find Jesus Christ standing is in the book of Revelation. And he's standing to judge. You have to get get a grip on that and understand the Bible is one book, although it's many books. That's why Jesus said, lo, behold, in the volume of the book, it is written of me. Okay? In the volume of the book. Terrible. Okay, go back to Daniel. If you want to know where that 220 days went, I'm giving you the, where it went. You see? The tribulation begins at the cross. When Jesus Christ died, the tribu- the New Testament is coming. It begins, right? But they still haven't been endowed with power yet until the day of Pentecost when the 120 are in the upper room. Jesus is going to ascend to heaven in Acts so from the time period of the cross of Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection, until Stephen gets stoned, that's where the 220 days are. Now, you say, wait a minute. Well, what are you talking about? Okay. Matthew 24. Go to Matthew 24. He's talking to Jews. He's not talking to you and I in Matthew 24. He hasn't gone to the cross yet. He's telling them about the Sabbath day In verse number 20 If you look at chapter twenty four twenty, See He says But pray that your flight be not in the winter Neither on the Sabbath day I don't obey a Sabbath day We celebrate Sunday as the Lord's day Because it was a feast of first fruit. It was a Sunday And Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead on Sunday Okay I'm not a uh, a Sabbath law-keeping Jew. Back in verse 15 of the same chapter of Matthew 24, he says, when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel, where is it? Standing in the holy place, in the temple, all right? So so you're getting the idea where we're at here, but notice that, that the Lord told them, okay, as you're reading down in verse 27, verse 21 excuse me verse 21 of chapter 24 Matthew says for then shall be great tribulation not just trouble on earth not just wars and rumors of wars not just battles and battles and the what's up is down and down is up he said that such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time nor ever shall be that's the Last half of the tribulation From the time that you see that abomination of desolation You won't see it if you're a Christian You'll be raptured But a Jew in the tribulation is going to see this Okay And when he says in the next verse He says at verse 22 And except those days should be shortened There should no flesh be saved But for the elect say Those days shall be shortened Well those days were shortened And they were shortened by 200 in twenty days. Okay? They had the opportunity to accept the kingdom. And they chose not to. That's why we look at that timeline and you have to understand that, that a Jew, he's you know, and don't be smug about it. Well why did they accept their Messiah? They should have known. Well, listen, they're they're looking for a king. They they have an Abrahamic promise to that land. And they're under the domain of Rome. And they're looking for a king to liberate them. And so when Jesus Christ comes up, the Messiah, we're going to get liberated. We're going to get our land back. But they didn't get it. So they crucified him. Even, even though he was crucified, they still, the Jews, would have had to go on through the tribulation. And this church age that you and I are in, Christian, would not have existed. But for the rejection of the Jews, the Lord inserts this time. The Jews were to provoke in the Old Testament the Gentiles to jealousy, to come to God. They had the oracles of God, the word of God. It was their job to bring it to the world. They failed. God has called the Gentile. Your job is to provoke the Jew to jealousy and to bring the word to the world, the gospel. But the fullness of the Gentiles is coming, and God's going to deal with it and the sins of the Gentiles are mounting and mounting until finally God says, that's enough. And we're getting there. If you don't think so, you just look around the world. Amen? All right. We'll cover more of that timetable, and we'll break it down even more, and we'll show you how we get 70 weeks, uh, 490 days, 70 times 70, and for Daniel's 70th week. And then you'll understand that portion, and it'll, it'll all fall in place for you, okay? And that'll bring us eventually to Revelation chapter 11. Book of Daniel, you will understand Revelation. If you understand Revelation, you will understand Matthew. But the problem is people cannot rightly divide. And they say, well, the Bible's not divided. Of course it is. You've got an Old Testament and a New Testament. Well, there's a division there. Stop. The only one that doesn't want to know you how to know want you to know how to rightly divide this word of God is the devil. Because if I don't know how to rightly divide this word, and I go over there and I start reading in the Book of Exodus, and I learn that hey, if you put blood on your doorpost, the lamb's blood, on the Passover, and you put it on your doorpost, you you, you you'll you'll get passed by by the angel of death. Well, if I read that and I think I'm in the Old Testament and I do that, that's not going to save my soul. You better learn how to rightly divide it. That was for a Jew under the Old Testament. Under the New Testament, I put my faith in Jesus Christ. I admit I'm a sinner and I come to Christ. My works can't get me saved. All right. Let's get on with it. Verse. uh, now he says in uh, verse 23 of Daniel He says and in the latter time of their kingdom When the transgressors are come to the full A fierce A king of fierce continents And understanding dark sentences Shall stand up In the latter time of their kingdom Talking about Gentile kingdoms when the transgressions are come to a full God's had enough Okay The fullness of the Gentiles He says a king of fierce continents He's looking beyond Antiochus Epiphany To the Antichrist Fierce countenance, In that he has a menacing Savage Appearance toward God And Israel He's not speaking toward the world powers. The world thinks Antichrist is wonderful when he shows up. He's a man of peace. What a wonderful person. He did all this. But it says he understands dark things of light. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 24, it says, But unto you I say, and unto the rest of thy attire, and many as have had the doctrine of which have known the depths of Satan, as they speak. Understanding dark, Sikh sentences. He understands the dark things of Satan and shall stand up. He arrives on the scene. He comes to power. Verse 24. And his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And he shall destroy wonderfully and shall prosper and practice and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people by his own power. Not by his own power. Now, let me give you a a verse out of Revelation to help you understand that a little better. Uh, Revelation chapter 13, verse number 2. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him power and his seat and great authority. You see? And so, it's not by his power. It's by the power of Satan. And the Antichrist, satanic power. Now, he'll he'll seek to exterminate the Jews from the earth. And to some degree, he almost does. And the world is going to follow him. And they're going to say, who could make war with the beast? Daniel chapter 11, verse 36, gives you some more identification of him. He says, and the king shall do according to his will and he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god and shall speak marvelous things against the god of gods and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished. For that that is determined shall be done. In other words, hey, listen, it's going to happen. It don't matter what you do in the world. It doesn't matter how it happens out here, what's going on in the world. When God says that's the time, that's the time. Right, And so he's going to prosper. This guy's going to make Hitler look like a Sunday school boy. Amen? There won't be many Jews left. You've got 144,000 evangelists, and you'll have some in Sila Petra who are hiding out that God's going to hide. That's going to be about it. In verse 25 of uh, chapter 8, it says, And through his policy also he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace shall destroy many. All right? He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hand. You see, he shall prosper. He shall cause craft to prosper. Revelation chapter 18 verse 22 I'm watching the clock Revelation 18:22 Scripture says and the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpets shall be heard no more at all in thee and no craftsmen or whatsoever craft he shall he be shall be found any more in thee and the sound of the millstone shall be heard no more with destruction of what? The the fall of Babylon. Right? He's not talking about Babylon over in the Middle East. Now Acts chapter nineteen I'm trying to get you the idea of what what he's talking about here. This craps. This craps. Right, trying to get there as quick as I can. No we're pressed for time. Acts chapter nineteen let me read you verse 23 to 25. And, and the same time there arose no small stir about the way. For a certain man named Demetrius, a silversmith, which made silver shrines for Diana, that's the idol, brought no small gain onto the craftsmen, you see, whom he called together with the workmen of like occupation and said, sirs, ye you know that by this craft we have our wealth 27 so that not only this our craft is in danger see verse 38 see wherefore if demetrius and the craftsmen see and 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 so the craft and that's what he's talking about here in daniel 8, 25 and through his policy also he shall cause craft to prosper you know diana as far as they were concerned, came from outer space. And that involved a craft, a craftsman. And all the while, you know, it, it, it's what, it's, he's accentuating the tribulation here, Daniel. And by peace shall destroy many, the scriptures say. Notice he said by peace. He's going to destroy peacefully. Okay, so now I'm going to help you understand a little bit more about Revelation. Go to Revelation chapter 6. Watch how this comes together. Go to Revelation chapter six, verse number two. And I saw and behold a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering, and to conquer. Whoa, whoa. Hey, that's that 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 guy's got a bow, he don't have any arrows. That's Antichrist. See? And and here comes the horseman. And he's and he and I saw him, behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. He's coming to conquer peacefully. And that's how Antichrist shows up in the beginning of that tribulation as a man of peace. Amen? And that's why you're reading in Daniel as he's describing this to you. You see, he's telling you that he's going to. Be peaceful. And verse 25 said, and through his policy also, he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in the heart, and by peace shall destroy many. By peace, thing says, notice, but he shall be broken without hand. And that's going to be the destruction of the Antichrist. By the Lord's spirit, the mouth, the Lord's mouth, not with the Lord's hand. You see, he's not broken by the hand of God, but by the power of the Spirit through the mouth of God. How do you know? Come on, folks. 2 Thessalonians. Don't take a genius. Just a little study. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, look at verse 8. And then shall that wicked, see the capital W, we're talking about the Antichrist here, that wicked, that's when he becomes, then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of what? His mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharp than any two-edged sword, dividing asunder, a soul and spirit and the marrows and joints. Out of his mouth goes a sharp two-edged sword. It's the word of God. And that's how he's going to describe. it. All right? You go to Isaiah. You know, people say, why don't you
6: preach about the love of
4: God? Preach about the love of God. All right. Go to Isaiah 30, verse 27 and 28. Behold, the name of the Lord cometh from far, burning with anger, and the burden thereof is heavy. His lips are full of indignation, and his tongue is as a Devouring fire And his breath as an overflowing stream Shall reach to the midst Of the neck To sift the nations With the sin of vanity And there shall be a bridle In the jaws of the people Causing them to err He's going to sift the nation And that happens at Armageddon Look at Isaiah chapter 11 I'm almost done here We're almost out I got four minutes Look at Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 4. It says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him a a quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and reprove with iniquity for the meat of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, of his lips shall he slay the wicked. Isaiah 63, 1, and, 1 to 6. Woo. Look out. Isaiah sixty-three, one to six. Who is this that cometh from Edom with garment, with dyed garments from Basra? This that is glorious in his appearing, travelling in the greatness of his strength. I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel, and thy garments like him that treadeth in the wine fat? I have treaded the wine fat alone, and the people there was none with me. For I will tread them in mine anger and trample them in my fury, and their blood will I sprinkle upon my garments, and I'll stain all my raiment. For the day of is in mine heart, and the year of my redeemed is come. I'm not even going to go any farther than that. I'm going to give you one more verse out of Revelation 19. Yes, God is love, but love is not God. And God didn't change his opinion of sin Because the world did We're at 19 Verse 25 Or excuse me, verse 15 The book of Revelation says And out of his mouth Goeth a sharp sword And with it he should smite the nations And he shall rule them with a rod of iron And tread the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of almighty God And so It says, you know, he'll be broken without hand. That's what I'm trying to get you to say. So let me just read the verse last time, verse 25, Daniel chapter eight. And through his policy, this is Antichrist, he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand. He shall magnify himself in his heart and by peace shall destroy many. He shall also stand against the prince of peace, but he shall be broken without hand. God is not going to use his hand To destroy him but his word Out of his mouth Goeth the sharp two edged sword Amen And so we have The last two verses and the vision of Of the evening and the morning Which was told is true Wherefore shut thou up the vision For it shall be for many days And I Daniel fainted and was Sick certain days afterward I rose up king's business And I was astonished at the vision But none understood it you see <laughs> but none understood it he told it to the people but they couldn't understand it you see but the verse in 26 is telling you there's a long period of time and so I'm going to give you a final verse we'll pray we'll get out and uh we'll turn this over to uh brother Gibson for his program uh, 1 Corinthians 2:14 says this see it says But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, and neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. A man who is not saved and does not have the Holy Spirit cannot understand these scriptures. And it said, Daniel told these people, but none understood it. Holy Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, if there's anybody out there that's not saved, God, that they would just call upon the name of Jesus and just confess that you're a sinner. Jesus, just tell, pray, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I've broken your laws, God. I'm asking you, Lord, to forgive me. I believe Jesus died, was buried, resurrected the third day, and I'm going to put my faith in the resurrected Jesus Christ. And I ask Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. Father God, bless over our audience and may this word resonate in their hearts, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Good night, folks.
3: Where are all the Christians? Where are they? Where are all these Bible believers? I tell you, boy, Peter, years ago when you used to come on here, uh, you know, it just it, you could see the numbers dwindling. I mean, it's sad. It really is. You know? I well, mean, it's it, just it, I, it's bad.
4: We're in the age of apostasy. <laughs>
3: You know, yeah. this
4: this is the age of apostasy where entertainment is more important than the word of God. Yeah. First of all, and half of them are so immature in Christ, they they couldn't understand it anyway. So they'll just turn it <laughs> off instead of listening and, and, and praying, you know. Well, Brother Ventura's on at, at such and such time. Well, guess what? That's the time that that you should be praying for Brother Ventura. And and you should be praying that God help them bring forth the word and that you could understand it. People go to church, they don't even pray for the pastor before they go to church or themselves or to prepare their hearts. They just roll in there like it's an everyday thing. You
0: know that's, yeah, that's true. That's
4: faithfulness in Christ Jesus is gone.
3: Yeah, that's sad. That's that that's why you got a couple callers it. here but hopefully hopefully tonight we just have some good conversation here tonight i think that's what i you know it, it was called upon some good conversation about you know the bible and you know i don't want any debates or anything like that cuz that's not why we're here so uh let's go to i had 970 from colorado over there for us the 305 you go first go ahead
2: hey joe how's it going brother it's it's uh, michael it's Mr. It's, uh, Mike. It's been a couple of weeks since we talked to you. How you been doing? Good, good. Yeah, and just for the record, with with the big virus hoax, h o a x, hoax dot com, and RighteousArmy.org. dot org. So yeah, I, hey, what do you think and, about all these people dying from
3: this vaccination? I mean, I mean, it's crazy. These numbers that you can't deny it. The babies are dying. I mean, it's insane.
2: Right, you know? and and, I mean, and they're gonna. And they're not going to put that in the mainstream media anyway. They'll put, they'll put some degree because it's getting to the point where they have to, but they're going to pretty much block all that out. I mean, you really have to go outside of the mainstream and do your own research to find anything. It it's kind of yeah. goes hand in hand with, with what, um, you know, um, Pastor, um, well, forgive Peter. me, I just, Peter, right? Peter Ventura was just saying, um, you know, Peter knows that, that I love him and respect him and that we agree on a whole bunch. You know, I I think we agree on the important things with regards to the state of this world. It's immoral, it's corrupt, it's godless. Um, That's the the primary thing, um, and that we need to seek, you know, the Most High um, through His Son, um, who walked this earth as an an example unto humanity. Um, And we need to, you know, seek, you know, again, this is where sometimes, you know, uh, you know, I, I harp a lot on mainstream Christianity and a lot of views that I believe are misinformation. Um, and with all due respect to to, to Peter, you know, I, I as I'm listening to him, I enjoy hearing him. And again, we we agree on the, the important things. But I want to I want to preface this, what I'm going to say by saying that a lot of times when people hear the term false prophet or false teacher. They think of it in a negative term like that's a deliberate, intentional, evil person trying to do wrong. No, a false prophet or a false teacher can be somebody good-hearted and good-intentioned and went to a seminary, and they're simply preaching what they were taught. So right. their, their heart may maybe even be in the right place, but they may still be um, you know, preaching misinformation, things that are not accurate. And they'll have to I'm be judged big,
3: for that. Yeah. They'll be judged for that, you know, because we can't judge well, over someone's heart, you know,
2: right. Based upon where their heart is on that. If they're hardening their heart, like, for instance, <laughs> on the issues where Peter and I, you know, um, have a difference of opinion is Peter, you know, and, and not just Peter, but anybody for that matter, hardened in their heart where they're not going to even accept or listen or try to look into the other possibility um, then maybe they're going to be held accountable, uh, you know, uh, or are they, hmm, you know, listening to their conscience and the spirit and their their own mind of, well, that's an interesting, you know, um, perspective there, and it's contrary to this, but it's consistent with that, you know, so let me let me kind of look into that and try about it.
3: Yeah, let yeah. me ask you a question real quick though about about because you mentioned your two websites there first before we get into an in, in-depth conversation. And I don't know if Alan is out there. Alan said he was calling in from Colorado, but he said it was his birthday today, so happy birthday to Alan in um, Colorado yeah, there. Um, but yeah, um, so but uh, it, talk about the the Righteous Army and just what that's about and the big virus because that's important.
2: Well, yeah, it is very important, and and I spent the last three years putting both of those websites together. And I say all the time, I put memes out all the time, that they are the two greatest, most significant, most important, meaningful, valuable, insightful websites on the Internet, period. You know, putting, you know, God, religion, Christianity, churches, and, you know, uh, spiritual views, you know, uh, you know, aside, because that's a given. You know, you, only if you're walking in God's ways, you know, does it matter to begin with because nobody else really cares. Um, but if, if that is, if you're a righteous person in the sense that you acknowledge the Creator God Almighty, you accept God, and, you're, and you pray to God daily, and you give thanks to God for everything you have to be thankful for, and you're, you're a truth seeker, you're seeking the truth, and you're seeking to do the, the words of God Almighty, you know, to walk in His ways, to walk in His commands, to walk in accordance with what He intended for His creation— Right, and you're seeking to overcome the self-destructive vices of, of the alcohol and the drugs and the tobacco and the inking up and defacing the body and all the social trends that are being set out there in the world to defile people and to defile God, if you're that kind of a person, well, then absolutely the com and Righteous Army are the greatest websites on the in, uh, Internet for people to see exactly what is going on with regards to this new world order, one world corporate agenda where they plan on having total control over everybody through um, cryptocurrency, through technologies, through merging uh, technologies with vaccines so they can monitor, tag, track, send out frequencies that will adversely affect people through vaccines. So, you know, the truth about viruses, what they are and what they're not, the true science behind it, the truth about vaccines and what's in them and how they're merging technology with vaccines, the truth about social media censorship and why they're doing it and why they're blocking people's efforts to put truth out, Um, social media censorship, social engineering, all that stuff, the new world order, one world government corporate agenda is what the Big com is about. But what are we going to do about it? Okay, so I was inspired by God Almighty at three o'clock in the morning to get up and start RighteousArmy.org because it's basically, in a nutshell, those of us who are of like mind on certain key issues because none of us are, it's gonna, you're going to be hard-pressed to find two people that agree on everything, okay? But there's ten primary things that anybody who considers himself to be, you know, quote-unquote, center to right, a Christian, conservative, truth or patriot, God-respecting, traditional family values, there's about ten things I've identified that we could all and should all agree upon and that was the premise for that website, and to say that we need to organize. We know that the leftist liberal loons have been organizing. They're all about community activism and organizing. So that's what we need to be doing is we need to be organizing, uniting, literally having little cliques, little mini-armies, town to town, city to city, state to state, that are organizing with one another, starting grassroots up, and getting familiar with common law and what our rights are under Uh, the Bill of Rights and the Constitution and U.S. codes and and all the laws that were put in place to protect our God-given unalienable rights and not being told what to do by some tyrannical, uh, godless government. Because that's their vision. Their vision is a godless new world order, one world government agenda that's all about breaking down and destroying racial identity and racial integrity and gender I- identity and, and, and human identity, merging people with, with technologies, turning them into robots, destroying the planet, destroying Earth, destroying Mother Nature, destroying God. They're, they're godless. They're anti-human, anti-God. And that's why all the smut that they push out into the world through Hollywood and music and music videos and television programming and everything else is intentionally designed to demoralize people and, and bring them down and to in, encourage them in social trends that are self-destructive and frivolous and meaningless and godless. So anybody that's on track with wanting to be right with their maker and right with truth, those are the two best websites. And Righteous Army is about how we can and what we need to do, what we need to learn, what we need to know, and how we need to start organizing not on a phone call, not on a Zoom meeting, but with our family, our neighbors, our neighborhood, our town, um, you know, organizing with like-minded of those types of people in our communities, starting with family, neighbors, town, county, across the state. That's what needs to be done, and that's what those websites were designed to help facilitate.
3: Wow. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> Take a breath, Mike. <laughs>
2: hey, That's pretty up, good. Dan. Is, Dan, is Dan hanging out? Do you see a 772?
3: Um, let me see here. Uh, I see 970. I don't see a 772. Let me see here. Nope, I don't see a 772 on here. Uh, I see 970. Let's patch him through. Let's see what they got to say here. Go ahead, 970. Hello, hello.
1: How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, doing big man. You hear me okay? Hour. Yes. You bet. Hey, what can I say? I have been sitting here listening to a lot of quotes. Um, obviously, they were written a few hundred years ago, and uh, some of these words have uh, been updated. They've been masked. Their meaning um, has been altered through time. And one of the biggest ones that I remember is the serpent. And there is many descriptions of this serpent. Now, a lot of people wonder if we're living in biblical ages, and I'm going to suggest that we are. One of the things that uh, has come out in the deeper UFO research is that there has been a serpent kicked out of Mm -hmm. our um, realm. And the serpent left behind... It's fingerprint. Now, remember when uh, the Bible says that someone came along and basically threw weeds in someone else's garden? Well, that's exactly, and again, it's one of these things that's being researched right now by scholars much deeper than I am. But they're suggesting that this uh, throwing of weeds into the garden is actually the COVID shot.
6: What are we? What are you talking
1: about? Well, because it has it has trash DNA, it has trash DNA, and when we refer to um, the seed of the garden, seeding the garden, Mm -hmm. we refer to reproduction and DNA. And apparently, as they're being kicked out, they decided to spoil everything that was here that was considered human.
5: And this now, is what's that? Guy, of doing
3: I, I, you got me confused. You got me very confused. I don't understand. Can you explain? I just don't understand what you're saying. You mean to tell I'm me I sure where
1: where I missed, but yes, the the fact is what happened was Adam and Eve was created and then um according to prophecy, okay, something comes along and scatters weeds among the garden, meaning the human being. And yeah. um that recently so what are you trying to I don't mean to laugh at you. I'm just trying to say that's that's. I mean, what are you trying to say? So the whole Bible is wrong. You're saying? No, I'm saying the whole Bible is right. Our continuation of English language has uh, watered down a lot of the meanings of these words. And um yeah. this final act that would go against, of, uh, yeah. All right. that would go against the Bible
3: though, because God said he
1: would purify his words.
3: He said, you know, <laughs> can in, can in, I in um
1: yeah, for those that would that would that would understand it and the purification um has not been defined as the purification or redefinition and the UFOs and angels and demons and there All is right. something out there. Uh, okay, Mike okay, has okay, a question, I yeah.
3: yes. guess.
2: Yeah, so um, first of all, I recognize that's Alan, Alan's voice. Hi, hey, Alan. Um,
3: hello. Happy birthday, hello.
2: Alan. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, you know, um, Alan, a very intelligent guy. We we talk quite a bit. Um, we we also don't see eye to eye on everything. We have some different views of opinions on things. Um, I, I have expressed my concern to Alan. While I understand where he's coming from, um, I'm concerned about, also an illusion or delusion um, or fakery that's taking place by using all of this UFO stuff. In other words, they, they I believe that that's another one of their um, uh, beguiling exactly. tricks to uh, deceptions to confound and confuse people is they're using it in a very subtle way, you know, like – and it ties in I, with this whole I, – I perfectly oh, agree. Hold on. Not, hold on. Oh, let me finish, and okay. then you can re- re- respond. Yeah, I'm just saying that I'm concerned about the the very strong likelihood, in my view, of of it being a deception using this UFO thing. You know, the whole outer space, USO, UFOs, aliens coming. It it goes hand in hand with their light agenda, the New World Order, One World Government agenda's light uh, agenda. The problem with, and, with you carrying on at this let me, point. Let me, let me
6: stop. Let I me understand finish. what you're saying. Let me, let me But there's let one problem. problem. Well, hold
2: on. You understand what I'm saying, but maybe some listeners don't. Let me finish my okay. point. So this whole kumbaya, you know, we're all one. You know, the universal principle, and the aliens are coming to set us all right. You know, it's like it's like part of their light agenda, and they will be able to use that to steer many people astray. In in, in a nutshell. Go ahead.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead, Alan. Well, <laughs> excuse me. <him. laughs> I'm sorry Oh my god Sounds like the UFO's already got you
1: (laughs) If it's Renamed Sprite with uh, some whiskey In it yes But nonetheless um, Let let me explain I think that you're absolutely right I do believe that the new information That we're getting is misrepresented Calling it UFOs If we're going to use the bible Written over 400 years ago as a reference our, our verbiage is completely changed. Our understanding of the words originally used in the Bible has completely been altered, and that is part of the deception. But that does not change the events that are taking place. Under any other name, a rose is still a rose. It will prick you. It will make you smell it, okay? So the, regardless of what name we attach to this, the actual events are extremely real. The COVID shot is extremely real. The deception that has occurred globally is extremely real. And it was sold by corporations, not governments, and that's how they were able to cross borders is using the WHO in order to facilitate uh, the border crossing with authority. And um, the plan stems from uh, 2004, 2005, China uh, actually had a general came out and made a public announcement that that's, this is exactly what they're going to do. They're going to use bioweapons. They are going to faint going into Taiwan. Instead, the actual target is the U.S. and Australia. And, um, the treatment that the U.S. and Australia has received is quite obvious. Uh, commander in chief of our own army, which is President Biden, ordered a medical experiment to be performed on all of our army that is active, meaning that he compromised our entire army. So who is he working for? Is he working for Americans or is he working for China? Is this deception that deep? Yes. The answer goes back to JFK murder. Okay, not assassination, deliberate murder. If
2: I can can interject again. Yeah, so uh, Alan and I do agree on a lot of things, so I, I appreciate that. A little bit of clarification. You acknowledge there could be some deception at play. Even oh, with the I, I know shooting. it's deception. The question is, is this uh, an me, inverse or a Again, Let me finish. Okay, let go again, ahead. Let me finish. All right. So I, I want to I uh, address now the issue where I do agree with um, Alan 100%, but I have a different take on it that I believe is more accurate when he's talking about weeds. Um, there's no question that the chemicals and the drugs and the coke shot and everything else are tampering with human DNA. Um, but, but that's not the only thing they've been doing that for, for eons. Um, and, and the, the, I would say a more accurate and uh, description of weeds would be when, when we're talking about tampering with DNA, think of it in these terms. Are you now this question goes out not to, to you, but to everybody. Do you believe that there's a creator, God Almighty, who created a very diverse realm for humanity? If he created, quote-unquote, blacks or Negroes, and he created Asians, and he created Caucasians, and he created unique peoples. The answer to that is obviously yes. So if the creator created these unique, beautiful, different people – in fact, I was at the park just the other day and met a 22-year-old young black man – who was taking photographs and videos of me while I was practicing my guitar and I was telling him the same story and he gave me a high five, he said he totally wooed, that he's a black man, he's a Negro and he comes from a unique makeup that we're not the same. He is what he is and I am what I am. That's what God made us to be. So the weeds would be the identifying with things. (laughs) The the amalgamating and destruction of racial identity and racial integrity because now you're taking what God created and you're throwing it away and you're making a mixed mosh pot. Mike everything.
3: Mike, Mike. When we die our race dies. We our soul is the same our soul is not made up of black or white.
2: No, that's not you true. Know. God created diversity, and Jesus had even when after He. I'm oh, sorry, God but yes, when you, you when you said
1: is the Bible accurate or inaccurate? This is where it comes in. First of all, there was not a single Adam and Eve. We did not arrive all at the same time. It's omitted. That's called a lie by omission. And man right. is So you don't believe God? So not man you don't believe God <laughs> is not the. So you don't believe God me, is
2: me, enough me, to preserve me, His I word? Yeah, I was almost finished, and let me let me answer that real quick, and then I'll let you take over again, Alan, because I was getting to that point right there to help address um, Joseph's concern, um, which is that kind of he's kind of stuck on this typical, oh God will preserve His word, whereas Alan's making a valid point that there are words that are misused, and I want to give a good example of it. Everybody believes and thinks that Adam and Eve had Cain and Abel. Not only are there multiple external sources aside from the bible indicating that that's not the case eve had sexual relationships with someone from another fallen tribe that was in opposition to god and his order and had a child how, do how do you know that how do you know that because if you, because it's called common sense now listen listen okay? no, no, no. Called, no no that's no, no, human no, no, reason that's human reason why human joseph, reason please. joseph joseph please god said Come, let us reason together, and that's what I'm going to do with you right now. If you look at the original, and this goes to Alan's point, if you look at the original, the original verbiage, okay? Because words like uh, the the words like Alan was saying are are produced today in English. If you look at the original language, you will find that Cain. That's a dead language. You will will find you will find that that the word where it says Adam knew his wife. The word knew could mean suspected his wife. There's multiple meanings to the word knew his wife. And it does not call, in the original language, um, it does not call Cain the son of Adam. But it does specifically say Abel is son of Adam. So if Cain was the firstborn, you would think that would have the name son of Adam. Why does Abel have the original translation interpretation, son of Adam, but Cain does not? That in itself should make somebody think and question and say, hmm, that's interesting. And then when they look at the verse that says um, Cain knew his wife, that it has multiple meanings. See, you're stuck. You're in a quagmire, mainstream Christianity, because now I can use I the word my, new.
3: Uh, okay. All right, hang on, hang on now. All right, I see. When I'm reading my Bible, I'm not trying to dissect it and use human reasoning reasoning to try to disprove it. You see, so I mean, where are you getting these
2: words? Well, where are you getting these words
3: from? How are you coming up with this information? I'm interested in In knowing. In the
2: original, in the original language, use any source you can use. You can use um, uh, 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 what do they call it? The the, God damn! What, what do you call the books? You know that have the original language. So Strong's Concordance, for example. You can use that. You can use eSword, which, in my opinion, is one of the the, the best resource on the internet. It has the most accurate, in my opinion. You can go back to the Septuagint. You can use other resources that will show you the original words, the original, the original word that was used.
3: Okay. All right.
2: All right, so word that if you, you, right, right. you four thousand years ago and you got modern day publishers deciding to use something else, then you're going exactly well, wrong. King, the path well, that King out. James Bible was not published.
3: The King James Bible was not published. Okay, but hang on, time out now. Yeah, all right, now, uh, Peter, do you wanna say can you say something about this? He hasn't said anything yet.
6: Five thirty
3: three. I don't know if he's still there.
2: Keep checking for seven seventy two all
6: i I'm here.
3: Yeah, I'll look, I'll look for 772. Hang on. I don't see 772 anywhere. I don't know what Peter is. I know he's on the line, but I don't know where he is, so... um, Okay. All right. So, all right. He's on the line, but I don't know where he... He's not... He must be doing something, so he probably can't talk. if probably got background noise. Okay. But he's listening, because I see his number on the screen. I don't see your Dan here. I don't see Dan. I don't see him, so 772. Now... I have to say this. Now, you say I'm stuck on the Bible, uh, uh, but God preserving his word. Well, it's common sense again. Let's use your common sense. It's common sense that if I have a God, a creator that's so perfect that I can't imagine, I can't even be in the same thinking or frame of mind. I can't even imagine what God is. He's so beautiful and creative, everything. And and, and, and I can't even stand in the same room. I, mean, I can't even face God because no man has. Then I would use common sense that he would be powerful enough to preserve his word and inspire man to keep that word perfect throughout our lifetime. Right, and For we just those kept of us that seek that, right, that we word,
2: just kept we could that on find the phone it. The other night and I made the point with you. One God. I made the point with you that there's his Peter, word can Peter. be preserved. His word can be preserved in the midst of lies. His word okay, can be preserved I, in the midst of misinformation.
3: His word right, can Peter. be preserved. All right, Peter now
2: did you get understand Yep.
4: One one God, one spirit,
5: one book.
2: Right, one book that one must search through to understand the truth, and that's why you have Sunday Adventists and Protestants and and Jews and Catholics all arguing with each other because everybody seems to have a different take on it. And only a true truth seeker, somebody who loves the truth with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength and seeks the truth will find it. That's why God said he will send a strong delusion for those who don't. That he allows Satan to put a book together that does have God's word in it, but it also have a bunch of crap in it. It's got a bunch of modern-day misinterpretation in it, and he will allow the fools to be led astray by it because only those who truly seek the truth will get to the bottom of what's really being All said right, so how are, we, how are we – go ahead, Peter. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being amused. Go ahead. All right. Of course he's being amused because he, he his mind is stuck in his – trained way. He's trained to believe what he believes. Just like last Friday no, not. the other fellow that was on that was that's, the expert that's, on K J V. That's what he believes. And and again, I'm not that's what he believes, that's what he believes. I you know and world. I'm in the same boat, exactly. So it's a matter of, you know, um here here we are, you know, this that's where Yeah but it's not what you
3: believe. It. It's what the truth is and what can be proven.
2: Right. Exactly. And he's saying he's and got the truth, and I'm saying I got the truth, and we're saying two different things. So who's going who to – No, we're yet.
1: actually saying the same thing, but I have added to the story to come up to date. We're still stuck reading something that was written 400 years ago. I'm telling you, we are living in biblical times. These are biblical events, and for the next – What do you mean by well, We may be already biblical in halfway of the season. What do you mean uh, biblical times? I don't understand. The events that we are witnessing. These events that we are witnessing are incorporating the elements and the entities of the Bible. So
4: what times no time did Jesus how, live how
1: in? What were, they, what were
3: those times? What were those times? Those weren't biblical times? Today. No, I'm talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. What times did he live in? Jesus, Jesus well, didn't walk in the right now. From the,
1: from the beginning of existence to today. That's God you're referring to. If you're referring to the Catholic following of that, that's God. It's, it's, no, it's no, I'm not. No, I'm not. no, I'm not. No, I'm not to the Okay, so who is Catholic. Jesus? What, what reference of Jesus or Jesus He was the Jesus son of God. He was to? God. Oh, this was, uh, was God. was so God. So he is God. So he is Omega or the Alpha Omega. So you can't decipher can Why decipher. you You can't decipher the Godhead. Excuse me, why you would you decipher. decide reference to you. why would you decide a reference or point of view that does not include him today?
3: What are you talking about? What do you mean? I don't understand I'm what talking you're getting about at.
1: Jesus. What, well the fact is he lived, he, 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 he lived again and he continues to live. Why? Because he's God.
2: Now, if he's he God, yeah, then, he
1: then he is the Alpha and Omega, correct? So what yes, about today? Yes. Do you think that he skips around a few centuries and he's not here or goes out <laughs> of existence? Good
2: point. Good point. Okay. He, what are you so talking about? The fact about?
1: is we are, we are living in the biblical events that were prophesized, And the reason why it was prophesized is not because it was written in stone and could not be changed and was our fate. It is prophesied prophesied? as a warning for what is to come and the uh, degree and magnitude of the suffering. Now, if everybody in the world simultaneously stubbed their toe, there would be adequate suffering in the world at that one moment in order to satisfy the biblical prophecy. But the question is, how many people are going to be suffering from other things? Okay, well, so you don't believe there's going to be a rapture.
3: So you don't. So do you believe that there's going to be a rapture?
1: I, I believe the rapture is in it, happening right now. Well, it is. I How? Think that what we right now. I, I think the rapture happens, and it happens over and over again as yeah. we as as we progress and learn from our spiritual experience. But, but that, where does um, it say that in the Bible? Where does it say yeah, that anywhere in the Bible? Exactly.
2: Okay.
6: <laughs> I can learn those things. It say up. That, I mean, it's been a long
1: time since I—I I, I can guarantee you, it's there. That that our spiritual life continues. That we learn from our experience here, and then the cut. Cuts no, so, off. so you believe you actually, reincarnation? I the, no, I, I didn't say word reincarnation for a very good reason. Because we're not. Because that's from the wrong point of view. We're taking that from the corporeal living point of view. No, if you take it what from the spiritual. No if such you thing? Take it from heaven the, and hell? If you, I, I, there, I don't, I don't think there's a hell. I, I think that that was okay. man-made. I think I know there's that's a lot that of that heaven. is being okay. all referred all right. oh, so, to. God, God. And so so that was added in the
3: Bible, too. Hang on, time out. Let's take one thing at a time, now. One thing at a time. Let's stick with hell. So that was added to the Bible, right? That's perverse because the Bible mentions hell. Yep.
0: Absolutely.
3: So, yep. yeah, what yep. about heaven? Do you believe in heaven? What about heaven? Where does heaven fit into this?
6: I think you there's
1: only there, – there, if, you, if you define one, then you've defined an opposite of, and there is no opposite of spirit.
3: So there's no heaven, then. Okay.
1: There's so, no opposite where do we of heaven, right, heaven. Where do we way go we when refer we got? To it, Back to the well of souls. All right, so where so where where do we go? So where is the well of souls? The Hell, well of souls is a description of heaven. That's our lottery ticket in order to sit there and go down and actually experience something so constrained with time, constrained by our bodies. So where, all right, mm-hmm. all right,
3: all right, hang on. So where does Christ dying on the cross and rising again have to do with anything then? what's that, Why do they put that in the Bible now?
1: In order to show those that are in the corporal and suffering oh from the veil that this is the truth.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, what's the point of life Adam, to begin with? You got me lost,
3: Alan. You really do. You got me really confused now. I mean, uh-huh. it the it story. Of... It
1: just has new names. Again, the new names that we are giving it today, or a hundred years ago, or two hundred years ago, are all new names. You call it by any Boy, other yeah, name. It still
3: how many times has the Constitution changed then? Because we believe the Constitution word for word, and that was what two hundred and what forty? was it? Two hundred forty-one, two hundred forty-two years now. the two
1: elements that? What's the two elements that had to happen in order for that constitution to change? One, we had to realize there was a need for a change. And two, time had to pass for that realization. So the constraints of time and the constraints of being in a bodily, corporal form is who they were talking to, the spirit we're talking to. This is not the end. And they proved it. This is not the end. They brought Jesus back.
2: Let me interject again.
3: Okay. Go right, ahead, Mike.
2: Yeah let, me, yeah, let me, let me bring. I feel like I'm in the like
3: uh, the the uh, what that the Twilight Zone right now. Well, go ahead, Mike.
2: All right. Yeah, I'm going to bring in a, another perspective. So here's the bottom line. There are millions of professed Christians or so to be Christians or want to be Christians or people identify with Christianity who are in the mainstream Christian walk of things who have literally been taught and trained and programmed and indoctrinated to. Of a, a, oh, a self-realization Fine. understanding and belief that the quote-unquote the King James Version Bible is the perfect infallible Word of God like he was up there on a typewriter and he wrote it himself. That's what they've been conditioned to think. The simple fact that... Well, of the he did, is, didn't he? I, then he I, did. Hang on, when hang on. Think, but
3: when he gave Moses the law, he did write it himself on the... I mean, didn't he? Do did you believe that? I mean, mm. you know. <clears throat> or was well, that I made mean, up let too? Let him,
2: I I'd love to see the ten tablets, but I know that what they say is on the ten tablets makes perfect sense. So again, this is where again come let us reason together is a part of it. That's why God said, come Well, yeah, let but us you're you're
3: basing your thought, you're basing your belief on seeing is believing and and you know, and, and you have to see well, it to no, believe it. No. You
2: know? yeah. no, I just said based on reason, that's not seeing. And that's why I said Well you yeah, human reason. Human reason, Mike. Human reason. You, can have, human reason. Can you can can't have, use human can reasoning. Have, you can have truth mixed with error. No, you can't if you're walking in the Spirit and you're letting the Spirit guide you. So there is no man perfect on this earth. If, if yeah. God, Perfectly if, reasoned. If, if God, to your point of, you would think God would allow him to be a public book already given the answer that God will allow. He will preserve the truth, but he will allow the truth to be mixed in with other mixed-up notions and ideas no, and interpretations no, no. of the world. No, so you're saying God's not perfect, then. That, no way. No, no, because that, no, because that keeps the fools asunder. No. That keeps the fools fooled, because only those that seek the truth will find it. And if God wanted for there to be a book – let me finish this point. If God Almighty wanted for there to be a book – a book that sits on your coffee table—that's a perfect, infallible word, and every word is perfect, and it's indisputable, and it's not subject to interpretations and arguments like the Bible is. If it was a perfect book, which it would be a it from God, it would be indisputable. So it threw it out of perfection. Not, not, subject- let's not, not let's not, let's not, inter- let's and not and question the word that was good given good to point. man. It's not subject point. to interpretations. God could God, who we understand, rose from the dead, who we understand, part of the Red Sea, who spoke the Bush, who spoke to a donkey, who created all things, could very easily have a golden leaf book surrounded by a forest field every five miles that's totally protected. You can't touch it. The and the pages field. turn off. Well, within the, go, within the the religious writings, there is God a gold is, book. Yeah. It was you written by say, Joseph. Uh, short of that, you have human beings. By John Smith, by I'm Eve. sorry. You have human beings like the Roman Catholic Vatican Papal Institution putting together little committees to decide not only what books are going to be in there, but how they're going to be written and what words are going to be placed in, used in place of this word so they can achieve their agenda and their narrative. Now, the seekers of truth will get through that. The fools will be led astray by the strong delusion that God said he would allow to happen.
6: It's that simple.
3: Okay. All right. Alan, do you want to make a point before I talk? And when I talk, I don't want to be interrupted ten times. So you got to make a point. I understand. Go ahead. Um, the, the,
1: the, the thing that we're facing here, first of all, if uh, we have been deceived, that's not a sin. The sin is not seeking, not not looking for the answer. That's the sin. And uh, if you're looking for the answer, it does suggest that there's more information than what's contained in the Bible if we have to look for it without a Bible. Okay. So these All things right. now, you have, have been described in a very general way, in a way that these people could understand 400 years ago, and then 2,000 years ago before that. So how many times have we had changes within the English, Latin? Latin's dead. Okay, so as these um, things have been brought forward, they've been interpreted uh, not directly. Uh, King James was supposed to be as accurate as possible, but to actually carry a Bible around, it requires an entire building, such as a monastery, with a bunch of monks that are translating as these scrolls are deteriorating Mm -hmm. and retranslating them absolutely verbatim. And the okay. information is there; it's just simply not accessible to us. They gave us a certain amount through King James, through an order by King James. Hey, and um, well, to be honest with you, who do you think was running the show? The, at the time of King James, it took the church in order to give him permission to become king. So, who do you think was running the show? The interface God. has moved. Yes, absolutely. But there's two interfaces, not one. There is one to the all-powerful and the the all-evil. It's the same interface. It's using the same spiritual switchboard. So as these things have changed, he very carefully manipulated the churches into following him, dividing the churches, creating many denominations in order to create what? The deception. But the fact is we are not guilty having fallen for deception. We were deceived. It is, the, it is not looking for the truth, not seeking out uh, the rest of the information. That is the sin. And not the fact that we may or may not be right or wrong all about right, all right. it. Okay.
3: All right. Time out now. All right. What information are you seeking, number one? Okay. Because, that, because according to you now, the truth is out there and none of us have it. Okay. All right. Now, well, I'll, you, you, I'll just do this.
0: Hang on. Uh, okay. Hang uh, on. I can I give you the an
3: answer. I'd like to answer. Okay. Go ahead. You can when I'm done. Okay. Right. Now, you're in human reasoning. Okay. But God, Mike says, let us reason together. Okay. Well, all right. That's the apostle. I think he was talking to the apostles there. But anyway, let us reason together. Not to go out and seek the truth. God did not appoint us to go out and search for the truth. Okay. God gave us the truth. It's up to us to accept it or deny it just like his son we either accept his son jesus and believe that he died and rose again and we have to believe that in our heart and you know it it, that's that's what because otherwise what's the point of salvation what is your where what's the purpose of of us that through your reasoning because you're saying we have to search for the truth so search so we're just all searching for truth all our lives and and when we yes, die, we're, absolutely. You know, there's no Now, let self-esteem. me finish.
1: That, no. that, that's a real question done. that you
3: just asked. I under, all right. Go ahead. Answer that then. Go ahead. Answer that for me.
1: Okay. What, what the, the, the truth is, and, and the only way I have in order to sit there and explain this, I will have an extremely long life. Why? Why? Because in the Bible, and I'm sure that there's been enough scholars here to remember this passage, seek and you shall find. And since eight years old, I decided to seek the truth no matter what that was or what it turned out to be. And because of that, I don't think I'll ever have the complete truth, meaning that I'll have a very long life until that's revealed or I have an epiphany and I just simply evaporate from a puff of smoke. I don't know. But uh, that has been promised to me, and so far that promise has has been kept. There's been a lot of truce, whether it be technical, spiritual, um, uh, whether it be Masonic or demonic, okay? The Masons are not a demonic organization. They they have the ability to be demonic, just like the AAA Motor Club has the ability to be demonic, and screw you on going. The AAA Motor
3: Club,
1: uh, Alan, the AAA Motor Club
3: does not have 33 degrees, okay, and they don't worship Moloch. Okay, so you well, know, you can't, uh, you're comparing apples so, with oranges and uh, then trying to come up with now, the same answer. Now
1: you're talking, about, you're talking about a Jewish God. Shall, shall we take a look at this? Now, um, is there, there anyone that would object life. to me referring to Jesus as a Jew? Anybody?
3: No. He
1: Anybody? A Jew? Jew. Okay, so what we're doing is we are worshiping a Jew following Jewish extreme practice. Because he defied the Jews. That's right. Jesus came as King of the Jews, but they so rejected So it's a, it's him. a defiled Jewish him. practice that we're following as Catholics. Is that correct? No, 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 no. Of course no. it is, because we're worshiping a Jew that has created another uh, hierarchy of worship that is now called Catholic. We are worshiping the. I'm not a Catholic. Under an extreme. I'm not a Catholic. Okay, but regardless, if you, if you are. Or if you follow Jesus, then that is the truth. You are following a Jew, which traditionally worships Moloch. Okay? And he was an extremist. He didn't want to worship Moloch. He thought that doing unto others would be, you know, better, you know, as you would have them do unto you. What are better talking about? The the Moloch. We're talking about feudalism. We're talking about hierarchy. We're talking about how uh, a society is controlled. Uh, under, under society's rules. why did they put him rules? on the cross,
3: then? Why did they put him on the cross, then? What, because he worshipped more well, For the what?
1: exact reason I just said. He was an extreme left or right at that time of a Jewish practice.
5: What and did he do so that was extreme? The
1: guy that's extreme Jewish, okay, and his deeds, that doesn't make sense. But: it's true. What did he do
3: that was so extreme?: What did he do that was so extreme? He healed
1: people, bring people back to life, heal people. Yeah. cause cause, caused all of the uh, tables to be overturned. And who, who do, what did he overturn? He didn't overturn the market tables. No, he overturned the money counters: The bank tables. Well, tables. I mean where Alan, they kept the: wealth.
3: I'm telling you, Alan. This was a very interesting perspective you gave me, but I hate to break it to you. You are 100% wrong.
0: <laughs> I, hope <so>. is... <laughs> I certainly hope so, because I, I, I
1: can never be right. The information is not in front of me in order to be right. But I can tell you this, I am not wrong that he was Jewish. I'm not wrong that we worship him. So you're worshiping a Jew.
4: Well... I'm not worshiping even a Jew.
1: I'm worshiping God. Okay, manifested. so who's Jesus? Did, is, was manifested. there anyone that objected in to the, the, the fact, fact that he is Jewish. Jewish? In the beginning, Alan, let him
0: Alan,
3: let him, let him answer. Begin. In the beginning was the Word, and the
4: Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word was made manifest, and the Word dwelt among us. The Logos. That is the answer.
6: Okay, so who's God's people? Okay. Who's God's
1: people? And what was Jesus? What, what did he actually accomplish? Because what he accomplished was everybody other than only God's people that could have salvation. And that is what we worship. The, the act of right. salvation. One question. Not, of time, the, Alan. not the existence of Je- Jesus. All right. Let's that's, not... why, that's why we have Catholics and all these things. It's because now we You're are mixed... extended the You're grace mixed... of God that Catholic. is not Jew. You're mixing. All right, time out, Alan. Your, your, your term for
3: Catholic.
4: Well, actually, white. I'm
1: mixing race with religion.
4: Alan! Because those aren't it's compatible.
3: Alan! <laughs> Alan! Stop, I... please. Let him finish. I'm not...
4: We're, the word Catholic means universal Now if you're referring to a Roman Catholic well, That's a whole different thing They created their own religion They created uh, Christianity Judaism and paganism And brought it all together And that's what they have And that's what These other people are following Catholics No no. The, the, other, the Protestants were the ones that Protested the Catholic Church That's why they're Protestants The Baptists never protested anybody they didn't protest the Catholic Church.
1: What does agnostic
4: in a... come in then? So, so how did, to say that everything's Catholic? Listen, the first church was not Catholic. It was in Jerusalem. The Lord's brother James was the pastor. The Roman Catholic Church didn't show up until 325. So what you're saying is we don't have the truth. We've never had the truth. Once upon a time, there was some uh, manuscripts that were written that told the truth, but we don't have them anymore. And since we don't have them any, anymore and God isn't able to preserve his word, then, then what would you believe what you believe and I'll believe what I believe and let's just all agree to
1: disagree.
0: <laughs> and the relative.
1: You see, but so I, That my, was the goal to create all of this to well, begin well, with. I'm, the fact is there is only one religion – and the religion we refer to is what? The truth. Regardless Mike of what religion you follow, it defies what? The truth. Because we cannot have 200 different viewpoints and not wind up with
2: the truth. Mike wants to interject. We have a closing please, thought here. Mike, okay, go
6: ahead. Go
2: Mike's going to interject with truth. Jesus. Go ahead. <laughs> no, then we're it. Go ahead. Jesus was not a Jew. Jesus was from the tribe of Judah. He was not a Jew. And again, the word Jew is only a recent word over the last few hundred years. They use it to translate the Bible which from terms that have only two meanings, either from the land of Judea or from the tribe of Judah. And Jesus was from the tribe of Judah. He was not a Jew, and he was not from the land of Judea. He was from Galilee. So now if we look back and we go to the very beginning of time and we look at um, Genesis um, Genesis 3 where it tells us that um, he will put enmity between thy seed and, and, and your seed, right, between the, the Satan's seed and the woman's seed, okay? We know that Cain... Which I already pointed it out earlier. The Bible does not call Cain uh, the son of Adam. He calls Abel the son of Adam. Cain was a half-breed brother of Abel. Cain went off to the land of Nod. Cain, Canaanites, Esau, Edom, Edomites. That was the bad bloodline. That was the. There's a bad. Bloodline that goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden, and that bloodline goes all the way up into the days when Yeshua was on this planet, and when he was there, he was criticizing the very people that were calling themselves Jews, acting like they were the religious leaders for the for those that were in the Israelite communities, and they were not. He told them in Revelation two nine and three nine, those who call themselves Jews but are not, they are liars. Then where were, were the actual
3: Jews then, Mike? Then where were they? At that kind of so time, you're under stuck rocks. in that
2: myth. You're stuck yeah, in well, that myth. Where were they, they? Where oh, were the Jews? You? Your mind must—you <laughs> have to break your mind out of this mold that it's stuck in. Where were the Jews? Like d- 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 where again, there there were no the Jews? D- d- there, there, there was no Jews. D- there's no Jews. There's a bad bloodline. The term Jew is a modern term. The only people that existed were the bad bloodline and they infiltrated and hijacked all of the religious institution of the Israelites okay. who were not right. Jews. Right. Okay, we that. Okay. We know Christ, that. We know that. Okay. I know. We'll and know, know that Jesus point. Christ, okay. who was from the tribe of Judah, gave them right. out,
3: right. Like he was saying, turning over that. the table Go ahead, go ahead now. We know that, Mike. You made that point already, all right? We know that about the. all right? All you have to do is touch money. You ain't got to tell the whole thing again. Go ahead now, Peter, go ahead. So so now, so now I'm going to disperse
4: that whole premise. The seed that he was talking about in Genesis 3.15 is not Cain. He said the woman's seed. A woman doesn't have seed. It's talking about the virgin birth. Has nothing to do with Cain. Put an enmity to thy seed and your seed Her seed A woman doesn't have seed In order to have seed it yep. would have to be a virgin yep.
1: Again so see what, what, what
2: So you can take What, the premise what you're not that doing and, Peter Is you're not looking at the original oh, I'm words I'm looking
1: at I'm looking exactly what it says can
2: I
4: From her, I'll put Hang her on between I'll put enmity between Satan's seed And her seed She doesn't have a seed in order to have a seed, it must be a virgin birth.
2: Seed means seed means child. It means birth. It means lineage. It yes, means DNA. It, right. means, yes. it means it descendant means descendant of. It means sperm. It's amazing it's how many the puns man.
1: they had five hundred years ago, isn't it?
2: See again, this is where this is a classic misinterpretation that Peter's doing because no, he's no, taking a time No, no, Every time 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 out. And, no, no, well, no, no, he, no he's time out. Right he's dead on.
1: There's no misinterpretation here. No. no, 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 no,
6: Stop, 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 stop,
0: stop,
3: stop. stop. Hang on a second. Stop, please, please, please. Stop for a second. Every single time Peter makes a point, oh, that's a misinterpretation. Oh, the words don't match up. Oh,
2: you know. And come on, true. man. How many times are we gonna use the same the argument? Because it's true. It's not that's the, the case. case. It is, well, case. Case. It is. Well, no. not. Because it you're not accepting case. the fact he's that he's he would in have information. He's, he's trying to argue or dispute or disperse, as he said, the point I made by, by trying to promote this notion of seed and how a woman doesn't have seed. We know a man. No, quite the contrary. Disperse. It's absolutely and true. A, there is, there is no seed the in a point. woman. It's in her. Ellen. We know that a man has the seed or the sperm, and a woman has an egg. We know that, but we also know that the people—and this proves the point about the Bible being written wrongfully—they're using the word "seed" to re, to, to to signify oh, her correct. offspring, her so children. She bears the child, which is
1: exactly what he just said. He said that no, it represents not. birth, her offspring.
2: No, he it's didn't. Her. He was just. Birth. No, he was dispersing right. that. No, there's time another thing he, that you're not calculating. To than... Because
3: he kept getting interrupted, so let him finish, please. All right, go ahead, Peter.
4: Well, it is hey. not much more. To say. If 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 you know, you can sit sit there on the side and say, "Well, you're wrong," and uh, it's a misconception on my part. And uh, you know what? I'm going to say the same thing. It's a misconception on your part. And furthermore, uh, if you really want to know the, what I think. I, I think you're a heretic, and I think you're an apostate, and I think Satan's got a hold of you real good.
2: Of course you can't he even, is, because you're talking to me. He, don't he is
1: power. fighting it. If that's the truth, then he's fighting excuse it, me. because he's seeking excuse the truth, too. That's the Again, me. that's the original excuse sin, me. is ignoring the I, truth. I, I, excuse me. I'm seeking the truth, too. I know. Let him finish.
4: Okay, I'm seeking the truth, too. But just, you know, as uh, you know, Sam Gipp was on a, a couple weeks ago talking – and 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 they told him, Well, you're wrong. Well that doesn't mean that he's wrong and doesn't mean that you're right. <laughs> From your opinion you're right. Okay. But I'm not I'm not the authority and neither are you. So when you have two authorities it requires a third authority. In the Garden of Eden there was two authorities. God told him it was one authority and Satan was the other. Now you need a third authority. See? Okay? And that's the problem. So so you know, it's the old NIV K J V argument. Well, hey professor, you know, my NIV says this and your K J V says that, so let's go ask the professor. Now who's the authority?
2: Well, nine oh seven to the authority. Year. Going back to the original is the annoying. authority, the seeker of truth. The seeker of truth that goes back to the original and puts it in perspective. Of, That's the, the authority. Devil's
4: belief. The scriptures say the devil believes in God.
1: Well the devil no, better believe know. in God. And he got his ass kicked.
3: All right, all right, time out, time out, Alan, please. I got nine seven oh I mean nine oh seven that wants to get in here. Nine oh seven. Go ahead, been waiting patiently. Don't interrupt them, please. Go ahead, nine oh seven. Hi,
5: guys. Hey. Hello. Um Yeah, hello. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, okay.
5: All right. Listen. I've been listening to to you guys, you know for the last hour or better. And I want to ask a and I'm not going to be uh one that's probably going to be liked or anything with these <laughs> comments that I'm that I'm going to uh make. Okay. Um, now do you guys believe in the 10 commandments?
3: One at a time, please. You can't ask everybody. Ask one person because they're all going to talk at once, and we're never going to get nowhere. So, you know, who? Do you I mean, uh, ask somebody, please. Peter, maybe, or Mike. Which one?
5: Yes, from uh, Mike. Pete. Yeah, go ahead. Who? Peter, Mike, either one. Yes, from Mike. I,
2: anybody I, else want to say yes? Sure.
5: Okay. Peter
2: yeah. believes in penitent Yeah, go ahead. I believe God. Uh, yeah.
5: Okay. So. You believe in the Ten Commandments, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, okay? I I, I haven't studied the Bible, haven't read the Bible or anything. I do believe in a higher power. Okay, because that guy, whoever he is, has uh, busted his ass to keep me going and keep me alive. I, why I haven't got a clue. You know, but. <laughs> Okay, the Ten Commandments supposedly are uh, the laws given to Moses by God. I can't, I can't prove it, okay? I don't know whether God gave it to Moses or Moses as being a, a very wise man uh, wrote them down himself. It doesn't matter. But the Ten Commandments we all kind of believe in is uh, the basis of our uh, religious experience. Uh, I really, truthfully and honestly, don't really need to sit back and argue about them that they are the truth or they're not the truth, that they came from God or they came from a very, very wise man who wrote them down, just like our Constitution was written by some very, very wise men Not as long ago as as the Ten Commandments. However, I do believe that your heart that beats in your chest, that maintains your soul in the body that you occupy right now, is the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. And if you follow those ten commandments, you will live a very good life.
3: You obeyed the ten commandments all your life. We're we're sitting here. Let me ask you a question. Nine oh seven. Hang on, nine oh seven. Let me ask you a question now. Hang on. Time out. Time out. So you obeyed the ten commandments all your life. What happens when you break one of them? Or have you obeyed them all?
5: For God's forgiveness. No, I I I am a sinner. Okay, I have broken the broken some of the laws in the Ten Commandments, and I have paid for it because it has chewed on my conscience, uh, especially as I get older, okay? Uh, that is what has happened to me, okay? the the truth of the matter that we're all fighting about right now. Okay, is a lot of the truth that is behind the wars that we have fought. Because somebody believes that we need to, to worship this way or we have to believe this way or not. Well, Yep, that's why we're going to get a one-world
3: religion. You're right. It, more and more people it, are believing like you. You're right. Because, because you know what? You're right. Christianity, we Jesus believers. We need to be arrested, rounded up, because you know what? We're causing problems. Yep. I mean, that's what's going to happen. You're feeding into the same thing. The same thing. I, you want to abuse am, human am I, reasoning.
6: Um, yes. am,
5: am I? Well, then I guess, I guess that... Uh, again I'm I'm a, I'm a sinner because I I believe in the 10 commandments and helping your okay. your fellow man I don't okay. believe you know You're right, brother. that You're anybody right, brother. that anybody I don't believe that anybody has control over me my actions my personal actions except for god, right? Uh, except there for god are, right there are there are there are there are societal there there are societal laws that people will uh bring down on me joseph you know them but the thing about it is is that to be true to me to be true to myself the i i follow uh, the Ten Commandments the best I can. I try and leave everybody alone. Uh, okay. You know, if so what they, didn't come, so in what what they did Jesus? Hang on, let me ask you now. So
3: Jesus, why did Jesus come then?
5: That's a he question I can't support. answer. That's a, I can answer. That, it. that answer. is a he question. Came, he came, hang
2: on, Mike. He came to- I want to answer the question because he said he couldn't answer it just quickly. He came to fulfill it, meaning he did live and he showed us how to live. So he's right with the brother talking. It's about the Ten Commandments. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He said, on these two, hang all the law. Four of them have to do with loving God, and six of them have to do with loving your fellow neighbor and living right. So he's right. The Ten Commandments, that's why they were given, because they are the guideline for how we should be living. And
6: he also said, keep the fourth commandment and make it holy. Well can I ask a question?
2: I
3: I'm
0: hearing you. Go ahead, Peter.
3: Come on, Peter, don't stall like that. Then everybody jumps in. Just go ahead and ask it. I
4: I, I hear him asking the, the question I have to ask is is you you mention the word sin. And uh
6: Transgression of does the that,
2: Law. Where does that originate ah. Transgression of the Law. I gotta mute it, Pop. You gotta hold on, let him
4: talk. Where where does uh, that originate? That's what I'm asking. I'm asking. I know where it originates uh, from a Christian perspective, but uh, in your sense, that's what I just wanted to know. I I'm not you know trying to be a wise guy or anything. I'm just asking you a, a serious question. You you okay. use the term commandments, and I understand you 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 know you, it's a great moral law, set of laws. Okay, what uh, you know, what, hand, Robbie, okay. hand, and so well, when you use all right. the words, what how do
5: you how do you define it?
6: 10 commandments well he's out the the, the
5: the 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 i i guess i can answer the question with a question what is what is uh really sin is it uh just a moral thing and if it's a moral thing it's also you're breaking the commandments right. okay and so uh to me a sin is when you break the commandments. That's right. Uh, okay. And it, it because the commandments the commandments do have uh uh moral issues in there. The uh you know commandments have Okay, societal... you don't have to tell why. Okay, okay. okay. Well, when we break the commandments, okay.
4: Yeah, but the reason why I'm asking is because if sin is defined as a biblical term okay and sin is defined as any act against god uh then then for a person who doesn't believe in in this particular god that teaches sin wouldn't you say it, then if i break the commandments it's a wrong
1: uh
5: yeah it it, it is it's a wrong i mean i know now, it's a wrong now let, let me let me let me let me let me explain okay how I am I I would if I had to say what I am or define myself in religious context I would have to say that I am an agnostic I believe in a higher power my higher power I choose to call God okay I do not believe or do not participate in any organized religion, That's especially right, huh? the organized religions that are led by men. Okay. Right so I keep myself away from the arguments that erupt from the multitude of churches, sects, and, and uh, all of that that the Christians have, plus the uh, different religions uh, of the world uh, example Hindu, Islam, and all of that other other crap. Where where I, I, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not going to call it crap because if it's something somebody truly wholeheartedly believes in, it's not crap to them. But you know the way they they uh, believe. You know the gods that they believe in. Uh, the one thing. That I remember uh, when I was in in school, and this was before they kicked every all all the the shit out of school and 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 uh, the school system became what it is today. But I was taught that between Christianity, Judaism, and uh, Islam all basically worship the same God being. The difference is the way they uh, uh, believe in their worship of that person. Um, so with, with that in my mind, I choose to uh, worship God, I accept Jesus, you know, a man who came to to this earth who assumed the will of God as sure. i believe as i as i believe in yeah you god. believe
3: your way okay now, okay you your own personal whether, relationship now
5: now when i say when i when i say i have a higher power okay i choose to call him god okay now is it really god himself or is it another entity one of his angels that i'm working the hell out of that's keeping keeping tabs on me, and keeping me on the straight and narrow, and keeping me alive. Because you know the, their old saying is God takes care of fools and drunks. Well, I fit both categories. How in the hell did I live this long? You know, uh, it's okay. Uh, where it's it, if God has everybody to look after, he. He can't certainly spend all of his time looking out after me. So he must have put some poor angel and assigned him to me. That's true. And right. and I have to I have to thank my angel that's that's looking out for me. And yeah. when when I when I go to heaven and I actually can meet my angel you know on a say a face-to-face basis i will have to humbly thank him for everything you that will. he did for me you will, you will so um, peter peter uh, yeah um but hang on
3: for time permitting of course because i want to give everyone closing thoughts to this you know I've, I've obviously that everything has been heard here and debated and discussed take as much time as you want but just you know within reason uh uh because i know peter wants to get closing thoughts and get a crack at this year because We've heard this so many times before. I believe the way I believe, and, you know, that's, you know, you have your own reasons and whatnot, that's fine. Uh, uh, um, Mike, glad You go first, or Alan, go first, one or the other. But don't interrupt anybody. I'll go
2: quickly. Yeah, pretty much it comes down to, uh, again, people have beliefs. Why do they believe what they believe? You know, upbringing, training, teaching, um, indoctrination, uh, you know, uh, whatever. You know, people, people for whatever reason, I'll choose to believe what they believe. But what's the name of the man that was just speaking? What's your name, brother? Uh,
5: uh, my name I, is I, Boyd. Boyd. What's your yes. name? My name? My name is Boyd. Boyd. Can Can he answer, yeah. Joe?
2: Let Boyd. Him answer Joe? Boyd. Boyd. Joe, Joe yes. let him answer.
5: Let him answer. What's your name? Yeah, that's, my name is Boyd. Boyd. All mm. right, Boyd.
2: Uh,
0: I agree with I agree.
2: well let I asked the man so let him answer that's all i you know boyd boyd is spot on you know and 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 if Dan was here um he'd be saying the same thing um they didn't have written books years ago um for the masses um it was the spirit of God it's you follow your heart you follow the spirit you let the spirit speak to you you follow God you commune with God um you don't need something in writing part of the reason that the books are written the way they are is to precisely create this kind of Animosity and division, and to get people like Peter calling me names, you know, a heretic, you know, because they want that animosity, they want that hostility, they want people, you know, to be at odds with one another. So ultimately, Boyd's spot on. Um, it is about the Ten Commandments. That's God's moral law and code for how we're supposed to be living. Jesus Christ came here to fulfill it, not meaning to do not away with under it, the law. but to fulfill it. He didn't come to fulfill it as in do away. He came in to fulfill as in, look, I'm fulfilling it, and, and this is how you're supposed to live. Um, that's why he said, you know, uh, if you love me, keep my commandments. It's about living in harmony with God's will for his creation, and the Ten Commandments outline that pretty darn pretty darn well. Um, and other than that, you follow the Spirit. Otherwise, you got just a bunch of people arguing, and that's what they want. So for all the mainstream people that want to go the way of hardcore, uh, you know, doctrinal, you know, dogma um, and and argue with people about it um, or even get egocentrically like, you know, because you have a belief on a particular, uh, you know, perspective because of a dogma, great, all for it. That's up between you and God. But ultimately, it's about people walking with God, following the Spirit and following their heart. That's all. Thanks, Boyd. Thanks, Alan
5: you know, now, now if if i can if i let me just interject one other thing to who who are you uh, who are you that just spoke mike mike okay well mike i don't know if you see my uh avatar in the chat room but no, if I'm you ever see, see it. it huh no i'm on a phone i'm sorry i can't see it uh, okay well I got my Santa suit on,
6: <laughs>
5: and I've I've played Santa for for many years and stuff. And uh, you know, I don't get paid for it. I've been asked to do it because of the resemblance, shall we just say? Uh. <laughs> anyway, you know, when the kids come up and ask me where I live, okay. You know the standard answer is the North Pole and blah 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 blah, and I turned around and I said, "Yes, I do," but here's where I really live, okay. and I point at touch them on their, in their on their heart, and I said, "I live in here, in your heart." To right. keep, the, keep
3: Santa alive. alive, you pretend to be Santa. Yeah, you're Santa Claus. The lie. That's you know that's that's fine you know but so you justify that your you, man's way of justifying that's okay we can believe in Santa Claus right because I'm my own god I believe the way I want to believe right I mean there's only one way to believe there's only one truth it's not it's not your way it's not my way it's God's way you know I mean we you you could choose to do whatever you want you know and, and but but that's fine you know but but there's only one way there's only going to be one truth in the end. You know, and truth is not relative, like Peter says. So, you know, uh, Alan, you got something you want to say here at the end? Because everyone can yeah, still talk sure. just i'm just um, saying closing thoughts. Here.
6: Well, a couple of
1: the points I was trying to make, um, and I think I can simplify them. Uh, first of all, English or whatever spoken language uh, 2,000 years ago is going to have a plethora of puns, one of which that we bumped into today is seed. It can mean a <laughs> a great deal of things, but they because they don 't have a placebo word for it at that time, as a matter of fact, any time that we 've added a word it is only in order to further define it in order to get rid of the puns that it could be representing so by nature and and the fault of language, no matter which one you you want to look at, our uh, interpretation of these words are many times extremely skewed. But the one thing that I I would like to point out is, uh, one, uh, I have figured out one of the prophecies, and someone had mentioned Cain earlier. Uh, This is one of the few things I'm fairly uh, devout on. I have a very strong feeling for, and I believe it's true, and I'd like to pass that on briefly. Um, It says many times, beware of the serpents in the Bible. And that serpent, okay, happens to be representative of the Asian people. Now, The problem is the uh, prophecy of Cain, that he will actually become a ruler of a great kingdom, okay, his bloodline, and that that's an important thing. But he'll be denied access to most of the rest of the world. Well, by reversing that logic, they built a wall and said, well, the rest of the world can't mess with us, okay? And guess what? That's China. So when we start putting these prophecies together uh, and realizing that our words uh, have a much more defined meaning, uh, when we look at this and we try to find hypocrisy in the words of the Bible to what we're seeing in front of us, there is no hypocrisy. It's the fact that those words at one time covered a pun that would mean the same thing to you and me today. So the uh, third thing that I'd like to point out is for anybody that's actually trying to study and actually feel strongly about this, your heart is the best place. And your heart knows if you lied, well, your heart knows. And it told you. The problem is you haven't been listening. And the closest way in order to find the truth is to find the truth in yourself first. Know thyself is to know God. And I'll wrap it up there. All right, Peter. Peter,
0: um, hi. <clears throat>
3: well, your turn. I want,
0: <clears throat> okay,
4: I, I just wanted to say, I, I, when I, when I say heretic, apostate, and those things, well, that's, I, I'm using the same terms you're using. Uh, you know, you, you, you told me I'm, I'm indoctrinated, I'm, uh, you know, uh, inseminated, and, and all that stuff. It's the same thing. I, I just use biblical terms. So you know, if you found that offensive, well, you know I find it offensive too. I, I don't think I'm indoctrinated, and I and I think that uh, I've taken the time to study it. And and there are manuscripts, and there is evidence, and that supports uh, what's written in the King James Bible. There's over six thousand pieces of manuscripts, and the earliest is is the uh, rhyming Papyrus. So my faith is not in just buying belief. Okay. And and it isn't, you know, we all, can, uh, we all are worshiping the same God. Allah, and they this guy calls him Allah and Joseph Smith calls him something else. So the Jeep said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He didn't say Allah was the way. He didn't say Joseph Smith was the way. He didn't say the Mormons were the way. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. All roads don't lead to heaven. And so if we, if we deny what evidence there is, we're, well, then we can all make up our own truths. And then we're all indoctrinated, self-indoctrination. You know, Jacques Derrida, as I think I am. And so, you know, I appreciate the conversation. I come on here. I listen. I, you know, I don't always agree like the gentleman said in the beginning. We, we don't all, all agree. But uh, my problem is Christ made a, a truth. He said I am the way the truth And the life and no man cometh unto the father But by me So either Jesus Christ is the Lord and it's true Or he's the greatest liar that ever lived However, there is a- And that's the problem yep. so two, The two greatest questions that any man Can ask himself is Who is Jesus Christ And once I know What am I going to do with
3: Jesus Christ and So right. you're all- Peter- Good night and, and uh, Peter I know. got one question before you go Peter I got one question you want to go This ten commandment thing with the seven day Adventists? can you explain this to me Please real quick I know we've had this conversation But tell everybody what you told me
4: Well the seven day Adventists believe that you know They're to worship the Sabbath They put themselves under the law That's really what it is The law was to John the Baptist The cross of Jesus Christ after that We're under grace and uh you know, you can't work your way to heaven. It's, it's a gift of God through faith. And uh, if you could work your way to heaven, Christ uh, wouldn't have had to come. So, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what day. You know, to a Christian who who's uh, 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 loves Jesus Christ, to a Christian, no days more holier than another day. All days are holy. But as far as uh, uh, trying to adhere to the Sabbath day, and trying, you know, the Saturday Sabbath, which was given to Israel, you know, man was uh, the Sabbath. Uh, it was a a, a part of a law, and it had nothing to do with grace. And nobody obeyed the Sabbath per se after the resurrection of Christ because he he rose on the feast of first fruits. You see, and so when you, at, when you start looking, when you start looking biblically, with... the Passover was the fourteenth day of the month. And then the day after the Passover is the feast of unleavened bread begins and it's a seven day Jewish feast. And the first day of the feast of unleavened bread is an extra Sabbath day, and the last day is an extra Sabbath day, and any Sunday in between is the feast of first fruits. So when you 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 have to understand uh when Christ died and when when he resurrected and so so the what happened here?
0: I'm here, I'm here. I'm, oh, I'm here sorry. Peter.
4: All right. So so you have to count it by Jewish time and and so when you're counting Jewish time you Jew keep time from 6 to 6. We keep time as Gentiles from 12 to 12. 12:01 at night is is a uh, is the next day to us. 6:01 to a Jew is the next day. So Christ is crucified on a Wednesday. By 5 o'clock in the afternoon, he's got to be in that tomb before 6 because 6.01 is Thursday, which is the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is an extra Sabbath day. And that was the Sabbath day that they were talking about, not the Friday, not the Saturday Sabbath. And the only gospel that tells you that is the Gospel of John because it tells you it was a high day. But if you read Leviticus 23, you'll find there's extra Sabbath days, okay? And so what, he's, he goes to the tomb. He's got to be in there by Wednesday night at 6. you got Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday. By Saturday at 6.01 uh, to a Jew is Sunday morning. That's the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And so that's why Christ is called the first fruits from the dead. Okay, and all those seven feasts have something to do with the Lord. It's a picture of Christ. Okay, so, this Saturday, so. so the seven-day Adventists, you know, are adhering to the law
2: in a nutshell, what Peter's saying is that of the Ten Commandments, don't worry about the fourth one. You know, only nine matter. That's what he's saying. No, okay. he's not. Why
4: do you say that? Why are you saying that?
2: Well, because you're, you're spitting out a lot of, again, kind of um, um, uh, rhetoric that's inconsistent with the fact that the Sabbath – is a commandment it's it's a, of a speci- of a memorial of creation it was there before sin entered upon creation isaiah says it will be there in the new heaven and earth right. jesus kept it and and it's and it's the fourth commandment so to try to obliterate it and do away with it which mainstream christianity does is just wrong
4: well that's fine if you're a jew under the law listen i'm not i'm not under the law Oh. Are you under the law? If you are, I want to come over your house. Are you killing a lamb this Passover? So the you don't have to worry about the Sabbath.
2: You don't have to worry about the Sabbath. You don't have to worry about taking God's name in vain. You don't have to worry about well, killing we, somebody. Of
4: course we do. Of oh, so all
2: the others matter, but the Sabbath doesn't. You I'm see not, the I'm problem here? the
4: law of Moses. Jesus defined that.
2: Again, you're saying
4: said, listen if you think about it in so, your heart, so, you're, so your you're
2: saying so you're saying that none of the commandments matter, that's what you're saying
4: no, I'm saying
2: just, that that a Christian loves
4: the Lord with all his heart, all his mind, and all his soul, he fulfills that in living
0: that
2: the ten commandments. Uh, right so right, so to try to do away with the Sabbath is getting rid but of one of ten commandments so you're saying you got to keep. So you should try to strive to keep nine, but the Sabbath, throw it out the window. That's what you're saying.
4: You know, that sounds good, but I'm not under the law. It's true. I'm under grace.
6: Under the Sabbath day and keep it holy. That's what God said. That's
2: my dad in the background. He said said it to the Jew. He He said said it to to the Jew.
4: Jew. No, no. He rightly divides your Bible. There were no Rightly divide your
3: Bible.
2: There were no Jews on Genesis 1 when God created the heavens and the earth and he blessed the Sabbath day and made it whole. Oh, no, sorry, but in Matthew, no he Jews. was talking Can to the Jew. Jew. In the book of Matthew, argument. he was talking Can't to the, the, the Jew. Can't use the Jew argument. There were no Jews um, when God oh, created and the seventh day. And <laughs> so when I, I rise him, him up a prophet
3: amongst their brethren, who are they talking about in Deuteronomy eighteen eighteen. then? who's he talking about? Say
6: again. Say
3: again? In Deuteronomy 18:18, 18, 18, who was he talking about? When I will raise him up a brother, when he talked about raising up a, uh, a prophet amongst his brethren, what's he talking about? His brethren. Who's he talking about? When he's talking to Moses. Was Moses a Jew?
2: Nope. No, he was an Israelite. Oh, geez. he's not a Jew. A Hebrew. <laughs> he was a Hebrew. Um, that's right. A Hebrew yeah, Israelite. Hebrew. Okay. He's not a Jew. okay. Okay. All right.
0: That's
4: the okay. okay. Out of the river, right? The other side of Euphrates. That's what Hebrew was. Hebrew, right. that's where it comes from.
2: Right, he wasn't right. a Jew. That's the...
4: But he was a Hebrew, right?
2: He was a Hebrew Israelite, that's right. He was a direct bloodline of Adam. And so if okay. he was
4: gonna raise up a prophet from amongst them like Moses, well then you know what it meant? He he had a he had to be a Hebrew. He had to come. He had to be able to do miracles. An Israelite, right? An
3: Israelite. A direct blood. He had to God. be like unto Moses, right? He had to be amongst right. his brethren. He had to be like unto Moses, correct or wrong.
2: So yeah. What's your point? Part of the Israel. My point. <laughs> the point is
3: <laughs> the only reason why
2: you we don't understand.
3: Judaism.
4: Judaism. It sounds, sounds like Judaism. you're just trying
2: to confound an issue that you were losing on. The Sabbath is a fourth no, commandment, of commandment. No, we're not
4: No, we're not. We're not. We're not.
2: Sabbath is the fourth commandment commandment of ten commandments.
4: Brother, it's a commandment to do the Passover and to keep the sacrifice. No, it's not. No,
2: it's not. No, it's not. It's a a commandment to remember the creative act of the creator, Yahweh, who created the heavens and the earth.
4: Every single Jew was to appear three times a year. That
0: That
4: was a commandment three times a year every Jew was to appear.
2: Every Israelite then. Every Hebrew.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why aren't you keeping those feast days?
2: Those are feast days. Those are not the moral laws. It, it's the moral a commandment. law. It's a commandment. No, no, no. No, it's not. The moral laws and the feast laws were completely different. They had not, nothing you know, to do if, one with the well, other.
4: He, he commanded that they be there three times a year.
2: Right, but again, you're so mixing think, ceremonial laws, ceremonial is, laws is, with moral laws. It the doesn't matter. He commands And the ceremonial laws are two different That's things. Like the whole, when you
4: go to the book of Acts and you find that the whole argument that Paul had to go up there and settle was whether or not the Jews were under the law or not.
2: They were, not, they were no longer under the ceremonial laws, but from the beginning were, no, of time, the moral law is the moral law. That's eternal Oh, you don't think a moral law is eternal? Of course it's eternal. We're
4: all under a moral law.
2: Right. And the moral law is the Ten Commandments. And the Sabbath is one of the Ten Commandments. The Sabbath of the seventh day, acknowledging the creative act of Yahweh who created all things, remembering to rest. It's not to be legalistic like you can make a valid argument about those in the synagogue that were being legalistic. No, it's simply I acknowledge Yahweh, the creator. Yes, this is the seventh day Sabbath. Praise God. He created all things. What's wrong with acknowledging that? They've done away with it.
4: There's there's nothing wrong with it. But was man created for the Sabbath or was Sabbath created for the man?
2: The Sabbath was created for man To rest and to, to have a Day of acknowledging right. every day Like you said every day right. we acknowledge the creator so I'm holy every day but the Sabbath yes. Was a special yes. memorial act Of creation it's a yes. special day That God yes. set aside it's a seal Of his creative yes. authority
4: It was for, a, for an Israelite Under the law but I'm, oh, saved, I'm Excuse me I'm, under, I'm not under the law Every day's a Sabbath day to me. Every day actually, is a you're making
2: day. a pro- Yeah, no actually you're making a very good. No, no, he's right, Dad. Day. No, no, wait, no, Dad, he's right. Peter, you're right about that. It was, it's God, it, it's for God's people. And what were God's nope. people to do? What were God's people to nope. do? They were to bring God's will unto the rest of the creation that God made. Right. Because right. the, the so Negroes and the Asians and the Indians, they were not God's people. They were not sons of Adam. They were not sons of God. Adam and the sons of God came here to give God's law unto humanity, and they failed at that. And Jesus came to fulfill it.
4: And he did. And then he put us under grace.
2: Right, and then and the fight. enemy hijacked the, the, the man-made, as Boyd was saying, the man-made religious institutions to create a whole nother facade and even do away with the Sabbath. Oh, that was a memorial thing. Oh, that was a ceremonial thing. Oh, that was for the Feast of Talmud. now. No, it was one of the Ten Commandments, and before there was even sin, it was the seventh day of creation. It's a special day. So what day. about God feeling, Mike? All. So,
3: Mike, when you break all the other commandments, what happens? What do you do?
6: How are you forgiven?
2: You, ask, you, you get on your knees and you ask forgiveness through Christ Almighty. That's right. If that's what sin. Christ is about. That's what he came here He's for. He's the
6: one that can, has the power to forgive your sins. He not All only ha- you got to do is talk he to him. Has, he ask not only has him. the
2: power to forgive Pray your to sins, him. but he has the power to change your heart. And that's ultimately what Christianity is about. It's about converting, converting and becoming control. a genuine well, who's under the, the law amazing. then? So who's under the law then? And the, uh, after the, the rapture, under, who's under the law? The, under the law. See, you're confusing under the law. This this is again a talking point
3: psyop from so Phil, Jesus, said Jesus said that. Mike. Jesus said that, Mike. Jesus said, I came to fulfill the law, right? Right. right fulfill. Jesus to said to with,
2: it to fulfill. Right. To fulfill it. To fulfill see
6: they've
2: they've used this fulfill like oh it's fulfilled it's done away with. I fulfilled it's done away with that's not what he said no i came to fulfill i'm fulfilling it i'm living it see i'm living he said on the cross
3: father it is done it is done okay that's it it,
2: there's no more oh it's done it's done they don't have to keep the commandments anymore they can go kill they can take your name in vain no no you can't do that well what about the sabbath it's one of ten you can't get out. No, of it. you have to it's, keep it's, them every day. You keep it every day, all of them, the every day, every day. The Sabbath is a special seventh day Sabbath. It's your birthday? Do you it's celebrate? God. Do you celebrate your birthday? So, so every day? that day's more special than a, yeah. you. You could so, celebrate your birthday, when, birthday
5: every
3: day. No, because. You no, hang on, but that that day is more important than the other. I mean, that commandment's more important than it shall not steal. There's one commandment's it's more just, important than the others. It's
2: just as important.
3: It's equally
6: important. Important. just as important. Chapter one. So how do you? Chapter one. The verse the the, the the book of Revelation, chapter one, verse ten. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. You're not you're you're Sunday. in the tribulation. You're not even in the right place in the Bible. You're not even point. in the right
3: place. You're not in the right time oh dispensation. God.
4: Revelation. Hey, the Lord's Day was a Sunday.
6: No, no. You're dead wrong. The Lord's uh, 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 chosen uh, yeah. day was the seventh day, and it was the Sabbath of the Lord, the day of God's rest. It was his chosen day. You don't have the right to pick a day. He told us what the day would be, and he said yeah. the seventh day, oh, which is Saturday to the the Saturday. Paul and we can see the Saturday on evening, the, first day of the, the week. week. What did the You're
4: Apostle on. Paul say? When you come together on the first day of the week, that's Sunday. Not Saturday.
6: There you go. yeah <laughs> you know what? You could
2: come together on the wa- fourth day of the week. So, That's not what you, said you just said, Mike. You together. said that day is special. You said only that no, day. No, I'm, like, I'm not so. that they're using that same example. Peter's showing another example of how mainstream Christianity tries to tw- twist things just because it's the first day. They first- first- oh, first- first- oh, first- when you come together they're they're on the first day, first- just first- because they first- came together on the first day, why did they come together on the first day? Because
4: Jesus resurrected on the first day.
2: No, because they were hiding out Up
4: on the first Sunday
2: They were hiding out For fear of the Jews There we go <laughs> <laughs> Come on the
6: Lord's Well, day? read it What do you think the Lord's day There were no means? Jews, you, you
2: said You people. said there were no you Jews
6: What do you think about Sunday In the Bible? About-
2: that, again, that's what the, that's the word they use in the Bible, Joe That's the point
6: that's ridiculous there is only the sabbath day is quoted in the bible on several times and it also doesn't refer to sunday anywhere in the bible that it's god's chosen day
3: but they kept sundays a different day to the israelites over there that's to here
6: catholicism
3: yeah
2: actually the now catholic I'm church changed
6: catholicism.
2: literally that's the history of it the catholic church Sanctioned sunday literally Constantine uh, and Constantine. The Catholic
6: Church is an apostate. Well the Apostle Paul sanctioned like, it. The Apostle no, Paul, Paul did it
4: That's when they were holding their services. They were coming together out of the church. At because first they were, were daily breaking bread and going of house God. to house. But then Paul not said when no, you come together on the God first happens. day of the week.
6: No.
2: No, actually no. actually the
6: seventh day. God says the seventh day. He Jesus before, God didn't and, raise it, on the seventh day
4: He resurrected on the first day
6: It doesn't Jesus matter didn't raise about them. the resurrection it doesn't, it, That's not the premise by which people choose to honor God on. on a particular day on his resurrection Happened to be on a Sunday That's irrelevant to the Sabbath The right. Sabbath is a chosen day by God himself Commandment of Him and the Fourth Commandment. That's a simple well, thing to understand. Why do you want to? More that? Sabbath.
2: Sabbath? There's more than one Sabbath.
6: Which Sabbath? There's more than one Sabbath. Again,
2: you're bringing up c- 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 ceremonial.
6: There are well, it's ceremonial a Sabbath.
2: Sabbath,
4: so, A so, holy convocation. No
2: ceremonial. Ceremonial Sabbath had nothing to do with the moral Sabbath of the Fourth Commandment. What are you talking came about?
4: Came it was a. It was a high day. It was a Sabbath. It was a holy convocation. No worse can right. be done. thing is the Saturday Sabbath.
2: Right, so again, we're back to square one. You're so saying we're back to dealing with the law that was given to Israel. The law that was given to
4: Israel, who was under the law of God.
2: They were not under the law of God.
4: That's right. We're not under the law. We're under grace.
6: That's right. We're not it's under
4: grace. Faith yeah. that
2: that works is dead. See, this is, again, the problem with the mainstream Christianity. They make it out like this. It's a way for them to get rid of God's law altogether. Oh, we're under grace. No, we're getting rid of God's law. We're not getting rid of of God's law.
4: We're fulfilling
2: it. You're not fulfilling it. it.
0: it.
4: Yes, we are. We're fulfilling it. We're not doing away with the law of God. We fulfill
1: it actually by the the fruit of the Spirit
4: which is love, joy, long-suffering,
2: peace, gentleness, sweetness, in temperance. In that's, what that's, you're what doing.
4: A, that's what a Christian does.
2: He fulfills well, the you, law. I know you know, Peter, as well as I do, where they're taking that whole philosophy into this kumbaya, LGBTQ, we're all one. It's all about no, love. No, it's love not then. kumbaya,
4: LGBTQ, alphabet people. Well, that's, that's where now they're going with aware. it.
2: That's where now they're taking it. That's, well,
4: what that's do you where want me to say? it? Yeah, you know what? Because you're the only guy that's right in the whole world. No, hold on. He's the only guy that's right in the whole world. Everybody else is wrong, and there's nobody else can have another
2: opinion. That's what, Actually, that's what There's Gip millions of people that agree with so that because everything I'm saying. I'm wrong
6: makes it me is. wrong. And they're not all they're, they're not all Seventh Day. Okay. There's
2: not only there're tens it's of right. millions of Seventh Day Adventists who agree with what I'm saying, but there are Seventh Day Baptists who agree with what I'm there's, saying. There are Jews who agree with what I'm saying.
4: There's probably a lot of Mormons that'll agree with
6: you too. Right, so then, and, and and Martin, Martin. But that
4: doesn't make it right
6: The
4: majority doesn't get the rule right. The That's word of God is the way you
0: can't
2: see it See, ultimately going back to the point I made earlier That Joe didn't seem to like about Come let us reason together We can look at it logically in the beginning before sin. God didn't tell you God to reason with man. God didn't tell you. created the seventh man. day in Genesis 1 before man even fell. He, he blessed the the my God. Did not, my God did not tell you to reason it with it man. The yeah. And then in the Isaiah, said, he let
4: us reason together. You and God right. reason. He didn't say for men to reason together. You've twisted that scripture. It says, come now, let us reason together, though your sins right. be as scarlet, they shall be as white right. as snow. Exactly.
5: That's yes, exactly. He then said, let
4: us
2: come reason, reason with
6: him. Right. Come reason Go. with God. So if,
2: so if you're reasoning with God, you should be able to reason with another man of God, right? Well, so that's then we
3: should scripture be able to
2: say, if, if we're reasonable brothers, we can say, look, before sin, when God created all things, he blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Look, he renewed it at the Mount Sinai with the Ten Commandments, which everybody agrees the Ten Commandments are a great thing, so why throw away one? Hey, look, in Isaiah, from one new moon to another, in the new heaven and the new earth that I shall make, shall they come worship before me on the Sabbath. Look, Jesus fulfilled the Sabbath. Jesus kept the Sabbath. It's, 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 it's a no-brainer. So this, this,
3: you're in the, the millennium now. You're, you're, was, not, you're not
6: rightly
2: dividing your word.
3: You're not rightly dividing, Mike. What's that? Mike, you're not rightly dividing the word. You're jumping all over the place. You have to understand there's different different well, in the Bible. What,
2: apparently you don't know what rightly dividing means, because rightly dividing means finding other verses throughout the Bible that are consistent with the point being made. Because if you find, if you find verses that contradict, then you've got to find a few more verses and see which one they favor. That's rightly you're dividing right. the word. Compare Scripture
3: with Scripture. Rightly divide.
2: Exactly, which is what I'm doing I'm showing you that it was in Genesis before the fall It was given at Exodus in Exodus to Mount Sinai Revelation. It's in Isaiah in the new heaven and the new earth And it was in Jesus' Revelation. day when he kept it so, and, and it's in Revelations too Let
6: me ask so, you though So you're keeping the Sabbath
3: ahead. So the Sabbath is more special than the other commandments So that's
2: what I'm asking you Are, are you keeping
6: no, all the commandments the same? It's,
2: it's, like I said, it's like a birthday I'm not some I'm not some legalistic person that I don't do this and I don't do this. I acknowledge it. I acknowledge and I give thanks to God for, for his creative ability and act that he is God. That's his seal of I'm the creator. I'm Yahweh. I created what all things. What about the rest the of the commandments? commandments of Are well, they least or great? That. So they're least or great, the rest of the commandments. Are they the same? No, they're all equally. They're all equal. I don't go out and kill people. But you know what? Um, there's a difference between murder and killing. If somebody comes in my house, I'm going to kill them. Defense if they come in here to try to take over my life, I'm going to kill them, and that's not murder. So why did Jesus come then and get put to the cross then? What was his purpose? Jesus came here to be an example. He was here to fulfill, there you go again, fulfill the law, to say this is how ye
6: shall live. Live as I live. God sacrificed his only begotten son. For the sake of humanity and that was the sacrifice that had to be given for our sins and our rotten ways Unfortunately,
3: because the Jews rejected him because the Israelites rejected rejected him correct
2: well well, well the lost the lost sheep of Israel <laughs> and, and if again at they would have accepted Christ if they would have accepted Christ if
3: they would have accepted Christ right then and there what would have happened
6: well, there's there's,
2: different, there's actually quite a few different takes on that. Um, you know, it depends on which view you take. If you take, maybe Peter has a different view, the Mormons have another view, Seventh day Adventists have a, another view. But there's there is only a one view right that if view that if he was received by, by if he was accepted, First of all that becomes problematic again because now we're into the way the Bible was written. The people that rejected him were not God's people anyway. They were Edomites. They were they were they were Sodomites. They were they were evil men and women. He called them thieves and liars and murderers and vipers. He said their father was Satan. The, the, the people that he was criticizing were not God's people to begin with. So he came here to show the way for his people because at the end the day he was here there was a group of satanic people that were trying to say they were the way and they were not the way so he came here at just the right time to say no i'm the way they're not the way i'm the way it
3: just this doesn't add happening. up mike it just doesn't add up what you're you know doesn't what, what you're up. saying it I I just you say
2: it's completely scriptural Read Revelation 2.9 and 3.9. Read Matthew, where Jesus is calling them all of these names and ch- chasing them out of the temple with whips.
1: Read yes, history, Mike, how,
2: how the Kazarians infiltrated and hijacked Judea and took over and became the religious
4: zealots. Well, the <laughs> Khazarians didn't create Jesus Christ. And you know what? And this thing with the Sabbath, we don't keep the Sabbaths for the same reasons I said before. We don't we don't use sacrificial lambs for remission. We enter into God's rest when we put our faith in the person of Jesus Christ.
2: The entire
4: law of Moses, and that includes the Ten Commandments, it's obsolete. Because Jesus fulfills the law Ten of Ten
2: Commandments are obsolete. Hold, right. on a so.
4: second. Hold on a second. Jesus institutes the new covenant. Jesus' death on the cross, right? That's sufficient for our salvation. And our
2: sanctification,
4: and that's what I'm saying.
2: And when see that's a false practice. teaching. That the reason that was put out into mainstream Christianity was to give people a free pass to feel like they can do whatever they want, because all I got to do now is go ask that's Jesus what or what what go to church once a so week. That, that was a strategic psyop. That is a strategic psyop that was put into mainstream Christianity. They're coming. They're coming. You can go do what you want, go to church, and ask forgiveness, and you'll Hang be Hang on, prone.
3: Mike. Hang on. Go ahead, Peter. You're go ahead. But that's what they accused
4: the Apostle Paul of. See? They said the Apostle Paul, he's teaching the more sin, the more grace. And that's not what he was teaching. He said that we come from faith to faith, from faith in our works to faith in Jesus Christ. Our works can't get us to heaven. Jesus gets right, us but, to
2: heaven. From right, faith but works faith. have nothing to do with abiding in God's Ten Commandments. That's not works. It's, in fact, it's not work. If you're converted, you're naturally keeping the commandments. You, there's no work to it. That's why he also said, "Where there is no sin, there is no law." I don't know. I, obviously, well, we're I
3: at know. an impasse here.
4: That I enter into is in Christ Jesus. I'm under a new covenant, not a covenant of the Old Testament. The old yeah, covenant.
2: That's the, that's the, the talking points of mainstream Christianity. That's and the God talking point. No, Mike, we're not under a new covenant? Wait a second,
3: Mike, we're not under a new covenant with Jesus?
2: When he, we're not? You don't know what the new covenant even is. It's the New Testament. Yeah. See? <laughs> See? The Old that's, Testament that's a, and the New Testament. That, that is a modern construct of, of confusion and misinterpretation. Concept. Because we have well, the Then what is it, Mike? Think, then what oh, is look? it? Oh, look. Oh, look. The Old Testament. Oh, look. The Old Testament Bible. Oh that's, Old Testament. Yeah. oh, that's the Old Covenant. Hey, look. A New Testament Bible. Oh, that's the New Covenant. Newsflash. Well, Jesus it, Christ Mike? was in the beginning. Well, what is it? James? Jesus Christ was yeah. with God in the beginning. Jesus that's was right. God. Jesus was the Creator. Jesus <laughs> gave the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai. That's right. But, but Jesus but did also, not come and... But Jesus does not come in the form of flesh as a man until 2,000 years later. But it was he who gave the Ten Commandments. It was he who gave everything. Well, he was. Right. Right. So when he came, he came as a man. And for what purpose? To, to, again, fulfill, meaning to show this is how to live. I live as you should live. Live as I
6: live. And he also...
2: is our mediator? He's the one we go to for forgiveness for our sins.
4: Exactly. Well, if we have a will and testament, okay, it doesn't go and affect him to our death. If well, you Jesus know what?
2: The fact that we're even still arguing about this is ridiculous. There's nothing to argue about. I laid out my what? points. You you reject them, so that's between you and God. You know, Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Creator. I, I do love you, Peter. You know that, and I know. You know that we do agree on a whole bunch of stuff. I just know that, you know, by your own admission, you come, through, you come to us from your, your great, great education through the seminaries. And God bless you for having done it. My great-grandfather was a Baptist preacher. But, again, those seminaries are run by the same enemy that we're all fighting against. They've infiltrated and hijacked all of mainstream Christianity. And they've got people teaching things. To facilitate their agenda. It's anti-God. It's not, it's, it's this free Anti-God. love. It, connects to the, it absolutely is going to connect to exactly what you said, Joseph, earlier about the one world religion that they're trying to put into place. It's all about accepting and love. If you really love. You're not going to criticize or condemn anybody. Jesus did away with the law, after all, so it doesn't matter that I'm LGBT because you love me. It's all about love. That's no, not love. No, no. I'm, I'm to hate Jesus sin, Mike. You, I'm to reject Jesus sin. Jesus said, "If you love me, keep my commandments."
6: Period.
4: Sin is sin. Sin is sin. Sin is sin.
2: That's right. right. So let's justify it. It's all sin. So idea? therefore, so, it's all good, and therefore, we're all forgiven under Jesus. So it's all good. See, it plays well, right I into their new world order Jesus. religion. I am
4: forgiven under Jesus, but there is a penalty still for sin. The wages of sin is still death. Right. It didn't change.
6: Jesus Christ
4: right. didn't change the, the definition of sin. Right,
6: means. and we could get
2: philosophical on what no, that we, means. We're right? not supposed because to. We,
4: no, it's not, we don't have license. Liberty is to do what's right, not what I want right. to do, not whatever right. I feel like doing. Liberally, right. Liberty is to do what is right, what is good
2: Not And what is What, and what is good
4: How do we know what is right and what is good When a person receives Christ Jesus As his Lord and Savior He receives the Holy Spirit And the Holy Spirit is his guide And the fruit of that spirit Is supposed to be produced in his life That doesn't mean he will never sin But it doesn't give him a license to sin And the Lord says that he'll chastise you For your sin on earth I'm forgiven for my sins at Calvary,
2: past, present, you know do, and right. future. I'm sanctified, right. past, present, future, right. and and in Christ, Christ.
4: Okay, so but prepared. I, but I will be chastised in this world. And Lord said, if we yeah. would judge ourselves, He wouldn't judge us. To keep a yeah. short chain of sin. Okay, but yeah. we're we're all sinners saved by grace if we're in Christ. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but we don't have the we don't have a license to sin.
2: No. And what you is know, sin? The transgression you know, like, of the law. And what is know, the, the law? The Ten Commandments. It, it's and what's the transgression? The fourth commandment?
4: It's the tr- it's the transgression, offense what the transgression? against God in any manner.
2: Right, God which which said, is pretty much covered in the God, Ten Commandments.
6: God, God said, the "Honor of the I
2: Sabbath day. holy. It. It's
6: Work a day of end. rest. It's a day of."
2: Uh, Jesus, day of in, in fact,
6: and, right. and study and thought towards Christ well, our Savior. God bless you. He's hey, the listen. one that ordained amen. that day. He's the one amen. that ordained God the Sabbath you. day. Listen,
4: the Apostle Paul said, hey, hey, one man esteems one day above another. Another man esteems all days the same. So if that's what you want to worship on a Saturday, have
6: at it. That's up to you. I, you know, I guess, amen. No, it's up to God's law for you to adhere to his law. Just like the well, other nine commandments. None well, of, us
0: that. every day. of us can
6: escape that. None of us. We do the just, best we can and we have Jesus Christ as an advocate for our sin against the laws. We have to use, if it wasn't for Christ, none of us would ever be in a heavenly realm. You must adhere to the Ten Commandments as they're written down. Jesus Christ makes well, that penalty, quite clear. Uh, Excuse me, the why penalty did, why under the you, law. Why did you refute his word? That's the ridiculous. Pen, the,
4: penalty, the penalty under the law for breaking a commandment
6: willfully was death. Death. It doesn't have to be if you put your faith in Jesus Christ. Well, and right. So now you're getting you're both it both ways. So are you under the old law
3: Now you got it both it's ways. Law. Now, now you got a license
4: yeah,
1: to sin. So my question yeah. is, which are you, are
6: you under? Are you under grace or you under law? law? For all of us, we would all be dead in God, uh, uh, and uh, no heaven for, uh, uh, and any, So we got a license to sin then. We would be dead. I
4: gotta
3: get it. I gotta go. I know you got a license to sin now. I mean, you know. Because, like he said, Christ, we 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 can sin and that's it. We all we got to do is go to Christ. We break the commandments. We go to Christ
6: with an honest intent to improve the quality of your life and try to overcome oh, sin. I well, can't. I can't. So Spirit. I get
3: to different levels of heaven. I can get better and better and better. I, I got to work my way to heaven.
2: What Jesus said: He who overcometh, the same shall be
6: saved. <laughs> You if you, you willfully promised. deny his word, if you willfully commit sins without any reservation about changing, if you approach life as if Jesus is a free pass,
2: then yeah, watch out, buddy.
4: Yeah, you're in trouble, no doubt. But all I'm saying is that, it, it, is that a Christian doesn't live by, we, we live by the law of the Spirit.
2: Right, and the Spirit the leads us.
4: We're not under you know, the but mosaic the, government. But the We're not politi- to keep the laws the of Moses
2: spirit The spirit converts government. us and and convicts us to live in harmony with God's moral law. That's what the conversion experience is. See, that's what true Christianity is. True Christianity is converting. You have a conversion. You go from <laughs> God being the sinner that. who wanted that license to sin to the person who, through prayer and supplication and and effort and his own efforts combined with god we have to do our part i have to put forth my effort and my will and pray to god to give me the strength to walk in harmony with his will and god laid out his will in what we call the ten commandments because if you look at the ten commandments even jesus said on these two hang all the law and the one the one tablet was about god Remember the one God. There's only one true God. Don't worship idols and take don't take right. it don't misuse yeah. and abuse His name. And remember that Sabbath day of my memorial of my creative abilities and my creative act. That's honoring well, okay. God. The other table is 6 that say don't kill, don't steal, don't commit adultery, on your mother and father, don't covet, etc. That, that's the law. That and if you really look at them, they, they do as Boyd said earlier. Cover everything, man. If you live in a harmony with the Ten Commandments, you're doing good. But he said also, he whoever breaks one of the commandments breaks them all. So if you want to throw the fourth one out, you're you're breaking them all.
4: Uh, well, let me ask you this question because I got a question here.
2: Okay, when when
4: I'm reading Matthew five seventeen, you get in Matthew there Jesus is talking about the law, and he explains the application of the laws uh, of the Ten Commandments as well as. The laws that aren't in the Ten Commandments, such as divorce, keeping an oath, retaliation, loving your enemy.
1: So you what's the question? I
5: mean, I
4: mean, you know, when Paul talks of the law in the Book of Romans, he's talking about
6: ah, forget it. I, I well, you can only love your enemy if if your enemy reciprocates to your plea to understand. A, a relationship that can be successful. That's another. Yeah, that's it, another topic. Exactly. Forget if that. your enemy is out to kill you, or something like that, you certainly have the right to defend your life. Right. So
2: yeah, that's a yeah. yeah, that's a good point. My dad's bringing. That's another topic. Because you mentioned enemy, I heard you talking about you mentioned the part where you're about love your enemies. But obviously, that can get we could go off on a tangent on that too, right? It's kind like the thing with Thou shalt not kill. If somebody comes to my house and they're trying to you know rape my wife i'm you know, going to kill him if i got a 45 I on my hand what i don't want to do but, but yeah all right <laughs> god bless you peter man i love you brother god bless you and joseph love you too man god bless one, you brother. one last word my dad wants to say another word go ahead
6: Paul. one last word don't keep on How listening. about hey joseph how about this yeah how about wherever you are wherever you live wherever your 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 domain is See if you can't find yourself and sit down and discuss this thing about the Fourth Commandment with a Seventh-day Adventist preacher, a Seventh-day Adventist uh, person of intellectual proudness that can explain it clearly from a biblical point of view that you can't refute clearly sit down and discuss it with intelligence and and refute what you think is bad about it. And let him, who is much more intelligent than I, and more understanding in the verse of what the Saturday Sabbath means, get yourself into a Seventh-day Adventist uh, scenario with a Baptist minister, uh, not a Baptist minister, a Seventh-day Adventist minister that can explain to you and they're the best in the world, believe me, there's no another. And they, they are the best schooled on the Bible ever to walk this earth. You will find yourself meditating a whole different level about thought on the fourth commandment. But you have to find uh, the right person that can explain it far better than I can. So I, I, I urge you to do that. You need to some clearer understanding. You can get it, but you've got to go to the right person. And they'll explain it with irrefutable uh, evidence that the Fourth Commandment stands uh, as it says on the, in the Ten Commandments. You must do that. It's very important. Okay. All right. I'm done. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, buddy. Buddy, take care of yourself.
3: All right. All right, everybody. Good night, right. now, I guess. Now, can I say something?
4: That that fellow was just talking. Tell him next time he's got to get closer to the phone, he do not have to holler so loud from the back. I could hear him straining his voice. That's not good for him.
6: Now I'm right. 82 years old. That's not my first day on the block.
3: All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen.
6: Okay, buddy. Right. Take care of yourself. All right. Take good down, night, man. everybody. Take care. Take good care. Night. Good
3: night. All right.